This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The nation is divided over taking a knee in protest during the national anthem. I want you all to know that I would be taking a knee right now if I had any knees. Instead, I will protest by doing a half-assed job on this intro. Uh, Chuck, you're not even going to welcome us? That's a half-assed job. <laughs> yeah. all right. He doesn't have knees, but he has an ass. To have a half-ass half job. Half one. Oh, beer down. Sorry, a little yeah. Good job, Araba. Job, I won't. Let's not, <laughs> let's not do that. Did Bruno just fart again? By the way, I sw- oh it's my god! Very distinctively a dog fart. Explosive. Imagine the grossest oh. dog fart you can smell, and that's where we are right now on the Metal Injection Livecast. We have two very special guests sitting in. One. Longtime friend of the show, longtime guest of the show, probably the person we've had on most, I guess second to Sean as a guest. If If we count Sean. Sean was a a featured player. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about Axel Rosenberg. (laughs) Metal. Oh, you're too tired. It's raining. (laughs) And Axel brought. Everybody sit down. It's it's too much. (laughs) Axel brought a friend this week. His name is Chris. Hi, guys. Chris Cravatin? It's Crovatin. 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 Rhymes with Satan. Oh, nice. that's a good line. Indeed. Sweet. Is that not the product that uh, Harrison Ford was trying to mess no, with in the fugitive? Yeah. <laughs> well, what is Provasic? <laughs> the fugitive. The fugitive. The medication. That's right. Chris Provasic, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you fixed the results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you guys aren't here for your health. You're, no, we are not indeed. We here, wrote a book. We did. You're here to remind everyone of your new book, Hellraisers. Hellraisers. A complete Thank visual you. history of heavy metal mayhem. It's a nice book. You, you brought one over. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like nice. the, it, it, it looks like it's dripping in blood. Thank you. Well, that's because I you used know. it to beat someone to death. They're not all going to It's a considerable like size. But yeah, it's a good beaten book, I would say, overall. <laughs> you good, know, no, you know, nobody, weaponized book. nobody comes here for their health, as you know. I mean, people come on the show and then die. <laughs> yeah. Right, I come we do here have- to shave time off. My <laughs> 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 the welcome. agony grows too much. <laughs> well, I'm you're like, the- yeah, it's time to go do the live cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck. <clears throat> well, you're always welcome. And if you're listening and want to be a part of the show, you're welcome as well. The number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT. That is the number. Now, I know this is, uh, you guys wrote a metal book, but uh, Chuck alluded to it moments ago, the big controversy in the nation. The most important thing happening in the world right now. By far. By far. Yeah. Is football players taking a knee during the national anthem. Yeah. And which owners. wasn't even that big of an issue four days ago. Now the biggest issue in the country. Yeah. In the world. In the world. Well, in the free world. In the free world. <laughs> because now it's endorsed, uh, quote unquote, by the owners. So that's why people are very upset. So for pe- if, uh, if this is a time capsule for someone listening 30 years in the Explain future. Explain what football is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's a, something football people... Football was our version of paying poor people to beat each other to death for yeah. amusement. Yeah. It was team bump fights. Yeah. Like you have, <laughs> like maybe it was gladiators or maybe it was whatever. You have your version, but that was our version. <laughs> right. And now these so-called gladiators are standing up because they feel like, hey, no, some of our... Oh, I guess they're taking a knee. <laughs> By taking a knee, they're standing up, Sid. 
<laughs> Something <enough>. like that. <laughs> so, I think like there was only like five people protesting the anthem before, like last week, right, or something and, like that. Right, Ten. Right. And now then, it's everyone. Then our, and main, now it's and everyone the, but yeah. 10. And the main guy who started it isn't even in the NFL right now. Right. He can't get a job, basically, yeah. because he's too hot. Nobody wants to touch all the quote-unquote publicity he's going to get from... Uh, from. Uh, I mean, a fro in 2017, yeah. pretty oh. risque. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, our very smart president, who is not at all an embarrassment to our country... Had a rally in Alabama where he said that if there's someone not standing for the national anthem, get that fire the son of a bitch. The right. president of the United States you fired. called football players or alluded to football players being sons of bitches. I don't think I've ever heard a president curse. Yeah, like, I don't, know. Not, like, I'm not a, a censorship forum, guy. Like yeah, not in a public forum. Exactly. Wasn't there a hot mic with Obama or something? Did I make that up? There might. There was a, maybe, that was yeah. Biden. Biden said this is a big fucking oh, deal. Biden, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, but even that, bad. like, he wasn't yeah. calling someone right. a... Right. 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 He wasn't intentionally right. doing it Right. Look, as, as Obama did, was one with Cheney calling someone a motherfucker for sure. That was on the floor of Congress, Cheney but I don't think like he was mic'd either. The most evil human being on the face of the but world. But right. Cheney's not just reported it, and also that wasn't the president. I think, no, I thought right. there was audio of it. Was there? Maybe. I mean, he was the president, but sure. not, not officially. I mean, there's also like all the Nixon thing. tapes. And Obama yeah. read once again. That's not Obama read his audio book, which is full of cursing and n words all over the place. Oh, that's right. We played a little bit of it back in the day. But I mean, giving a speech. At right. a rally, yeah, right, right. Go oh, I'm Alabama. Not, yeah. They're not what the same a, thing. What a like on a protest of racial injustice. I'm yeah. genuinely impressed that at this point, nine months in, he's still coming up <laughs> with new ways to embarrass the entire country. Right. Like, unreal. Like the level of classlessness. It, I mean, the, he's he's still coming up with ways to like distract from all of his uh, side mm-hmm. business with Russia. And like all the scandals and stuff. Well, See, he, I don't even. Th- this is the thing. I don't think it's that uh, contrived. I don't think it's really? that calculated. I just he's think just a guy, walking id. Yeah, he's just he's just he has mm. no self control. I think like on some he he clearly likes drama. He likes ratings and like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like in show his, ratings in some like way, he thinks like, I agree he thinks this is good in a way. This is the Apprentice continued. Or well, but, he's oh, campaigning to his base. This is but what, yeah like, that yeah. that's the thing he want he likes getting a positive reaction from these animals. Mm-hmm. He was at this rally for a guy that his base doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So when he was talking about the candidate, they were like sort of tuning him out yep. so he's like what can I say to get these people back on my side son of a bitch yeah let's let's throw some red meat out there and it worked and then he just stopped talking about Luther Stranger whatever that guy's name is yeah. and he started talking what, about also what shit. a weird name for a candidate Luther Strange Big Luther I think his thing is he's like a hardcore mm. gun guy even creepy but not hardcore. Luther like Strange the gun guy yeah but Big, Luther. Guy. The, the Big guy, Luther weird guy but a great guy the guy against him in the primary <laughs> pulled out a gun at a campaign event during a speech the other day <laughs> what and today, when he went to vote, he rode a horse to the election site. The guy who's going to beat Luther Strange, the guy who's more Republican, mm-hmm. that like Bannon and Palin and all yeah, of them. They're back. falling all over each other. Uh, trying something to be... more. Tom Moore, something. So Bannon and, Trump, right. Bannon and Trump are endorsing two different Correct. People? Interesting. But Trump, only, it was like half-assed. Well, Which Trump is why is he pivoted going, in the like middle of the fucking event for the guy. He's like, eh, you know, maybe this was a mistake. So he actually said that. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so 
he he there were 10 people protesting and honestly i kind of feel like it's not i don't want to say it wasn't an issue but it was kind of like you don't care about black people getting killed by cops so to you it wasn't an issue that's what you mean right I mean, I mean the controversy. Oh you son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. Rob, I'd like to congratulate you for taking this brave stand. I now endorse Robert Pazbaney. <laughs> that is not what I meant at all. But I feel like Great he guy. brought the conversation. He like he dared the NFL. It was basically a dare. It was like and, and like. If you're an NFL player, not only did he say that, not only did he call Colin Kaepernick a son of a bitch, or he implied Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he didn't say anyone directly. Yes, yeah. anyone who's protesting is a son of a bitch who should Unless be Unless they fired. got tiki torches and it's in Charlottesville, then they're fine people. Then there's some yeah, very fine, fine people. people. Uh, Both, yeah. sides. Both, Both sides. Both sides. Uh, many sides. Many sides. Uh, there's more than two. <laughs> It's a polygon. I think <laughs> no yeah. fucking way. <laughs> that was the word oh, I know. Unless that's like a sexual position he does with like a, one of his prostitutes that he's like, like he knows that. Then. But also, Rob? I think I think the the most I'm just gonna ignore you now. Uh, the most <laughs> fucked up thing uh, is that he said that the new rules in place to make sure these guys don't oh, have yeah. fried brains when they're seventy, right. like uh, like he does, like he. It's like they're they're ruining the sport. Ruining it. And I think nothing he said has ever come off, off more privileged than that. Like sure. like more like a like a Roman Empire right. type thing of like, uh, these uh, gladiators yeah. aren't entertaining me enough with their brute violence. Right. Why don't these guys have guns on the field? That's what I want to know. <laughs> and like I feel like that was honestly more fucked up than him basically challenging mm, every fucking I honestly player. don't think he cares about football that deeply no. or about the protesting or about any of it. It's just shit he's heard other people say that he knows people in right, Alabama he has no get viewpoint. behind. Yeah. He's, a, he's a senile old man, yeah. too. It's, it's, been, it's been sort of hinted at. Like, he yeah. is a doddering, old, somewhat demented man. And so I do feel like this is just him seeing, like, in football, it's, yeah. these days it's pansy ball. It used to be yeah. powerful, mm-hmm. you know? And so... He's. I, I sometimes do wonder if it's ever calculated. If it's always just him, just like spewing the first thing that comes to his mind. I think it's that. His you know? speeches have a very um, like Abe Simpson telling a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah very much. So. Just like tangent on yeah. tangent on tangent. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Wait. So someone who does not give a shit about sports. Can some of the people who do care about sports uh-huh. answer a question for sure. me? Ahead, why the fuck do we play the national anthem I before don't... a sports event? You mean like the real reason what why? What the fuck does one right, thing have right, to do right. with the other? I think uh, it's calculated. I think like the the military wasn't there a whole story yeah. where the military uh, paid a bunch of. But money? that's more recent. That's they've been recent. Doing it in right. some sports, they've been doing it since. But I'm saying like that World War One. That tradition goes back yeah. Yeah. years and years yeah. and years, like where the military was always deeply involved. In but training. apparently, so it was football like advertising. Players... Like, what do you mean they were? Pay- what were they paying for? No, no. Well, well, like Sid said, tool. this is a separate yeah. issue. But the the government, uh, I guess, what was the Pentagon gave them like eight million dollars uh, to who? annually to the NFL and to other sports organizations to to sing the national anthem. No, 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 not to, to have sing the like the flyovers to, and right, the veteran that. of the oh, game oh, and all play that. God bless America yeah. and right. you know, patriotic advertising and uniforms. I see. So it was essentially like a slow turn marketing effort. 
right to turn the na- but when did the national anthem start being played since again? before i was born yeah i think world I, war one I, I just like there's this whole argument over is it disrespectful or not and in my mind it's like why the fuck do they even play it at, yeah. the, at the yeah. end the other, i'll go i'll yeah, go like, what one is further than you why do we have anthems in the fucking first place well like, what that's, an outdated that's a concept fine but i'm saying if <laughs> right. we're gonna have an even like as a kid they made me say it at day camp i remember yeah. when i was like nine yeah. Yeah, i remember yeah, thinking we, like and what the fuck does me going swimming have to do but if you think every, American. Day, every day in school, you had to say yeah. the pledge of allegiance. You had to yeah. pledge your allegiance yeah. to the country I every not, fucking day. What Listen, do you mean? I mean you just mouth the word. Oh well, mm-hmm. why do you know? I may have mentioned this on the show. I don't know if I did, but the the one the poker clubs that I played in, uh, I became a member just for certain perks of you know getting a seat and all that stuff. And that's where the Dorensky story happened. But they have these monthly meetings that every once in a while, I don't give a shit about any, they do all this boycott shit, like second this motion and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about it. But like every now and then someone else who's a member says, hey, could you come down and like cast a vote for me, help me out. And to be Lobby. a nice guy, yeah. I'll do it. And they, they stand up before that and fucking say the Pledge of Allegiance. Just a room full of 55-year-old men. They stand In an there. illegal gambling club. Yeah. I, well, it's not a gambling club. It's like we have a, a game there. Okay. You know? I pledge allegiance. They all get up and say it. They oh all. Then they reel Is there off. a flag? There's a flag. Okay. And so a, do they make you do it? What did you do when you were there? I stood up. And, you know, whatever. I didn't say anything, mm-hmm. but no one's looking at me yeah. you know, all the way in the back. But he took a, a knee. Yeah, <laughs> I should have, right? If this was going on now, I might that's because you fell asleep that way. <laughs> yeah. You, you ain't kidding. Actually, the, the meetings themselves were great. These motherfuckers would, they would be haymakers sometimes. They fucking hate each other, half of them. <laughs> this one guy comes in. He goes... Uh, uh, I'd like to bring a point of order. You know, so-and-so, uh, uh, I brought a toilet to the club for my job because we had spare <laughs> toilets, and so-and-so took it and dumped it on the dock and it broke in half. And then the other guy gets up, I didn't touch your fucking toilet. Shut the fuck up. Like, back and forth about a fucking toilet. It's great. It's great entertainment. Is there photographic evidence? I, you know what? Next time I go to one of these fucking meetings, I'll go in no, there. I, it's, I mean, it's, with the toilet. A video in. It's amazing oh. they opened this with the Pledge of Allegiance. Right, exactly. It makes no fucking sense. they felt the need at the beginning yeah. of this. Uh-huh. Hey. There, there, are, there are troops who died <laughs> for their right. To break to a toilet. <laughs> and then fight <laughs> about do it. this shit. Oh this is what I don't understand. Like, this is literally what they're fighting for. They're fighting for First Amendment. Right. Like, yeah, we don't have to get it. We're all on the same page. I don't really yeah. think that's what they're fighting for. I think they're fighting because they joined up to get, like, college tuition yeah. or just a job. Yeah. And they're fighting because it's their job. I they're, I feel like if you stop most troops, like, mid-battle, and like, what are you doing this for? I don't think many of them are going to say for that flag. Because it looks well, so pretty. Like, some of them is, would. I agree with what you're saying, would. Sid, but well, I, but I think those. what Rob's saying is just that even if you give them, you know, patriotism and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff, it's still it's still like our our rights are the right to protest. Yeah, America. And yeah, America also, was like and, the, the foundation of America is literally protest. And really, is taking a knee that disrespectful? It's not like they're doing like the jack off motion with their hand or something during the anthem, like. It's the most respectful way they could protest. That's yeah, like far. who? Yeah, like what? Wh- who are they offending? Like literally, people Nobody. that are already racist and just looking yeah, for a reason to be angry exactly. at black people. And also, all. people. I think the reason people are really upset is they don't comprehend what these people are protesting. Like yeah, comprehend right. in the most literal sense, they literally yeah. do not get it. Well, here's that's a great point because if 
they were kneeling, if it was white guys kneeling for something, some perceived injustice, they would be all over it. They would fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that it's black guys protesting the cops murdering black people, that suddenly now it's an, offense, an affront to the United States of America. Right. right? Yeah, if That's this was five years ago and it was a white player kneeling to protest Obamacare. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. my oh, God. He would be a hero. Oh, he's hero. taking a stand against for something he believes yeah. in. You know what I mean? They're double he's doing a brave thing. <laughs> double feature about that guy and the movie about the, uh, uh, Kyle, whatever his name is, Chris Kyle, the fucking sniper. Oh, the two of them back yeah. to back. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. Made a movie about so, so yeah. what I want to know is if if Colin Kaepernick were doing the jack off motion during the <laughs> national anthem, would Donald Trump have a problem with it? Would he sort of be like, "Hey, that's crazy"? At least he's guy can really like, what if you know he has his hand over his heart, but yeah. the other hand, yeah. it's free to do the jack off. Don't like off. the disrespect. Do you like the crudeness? Yeah, <laughs> love it. Well, I think it's funny so enough. That's how Mike Pence jacks off. <laughs> <laughs> Mother. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, well, last <laughs> night, the Dallas Cowboys, I don't even know what to make of this. Like, So Jerry Jones made a whole big deal, the owner of the Cowboys, that no, none of his team will be taking a knee during the anthem. No, right. None of his team will disrespect them. And so he comes out with them, and everybody locks arms and takes a knee before the right. national anthem. So, and then they all stand for the national anthem. So completely ruining the so, whole point. And of, I know this is a bunch of people apparently have been like, you can take a knee in protest, just not during the anthem. Yeah. And it sort of negates the purpose, also, yeah, like, like the so premise. When? Of, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. When the game is over and yeah. you're alone. Right. No one's paying attention. Oops, sorry. I was five yards from a touchdown and I took a knee. <laughs> 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 Means more to me than this fucking game. Yeah. Well, and then Trump was like, "Already, there's progress. People are people <laughs> See, are that's outstanding. Nice. Oh. That's yeah, nice. He, he they saw did that, that. He saw that as oh. a victory, which is which to me proves what you, what you guys were saying is he doesn't even know what the fuck this what right. they were like doing this for. It's no. just he's somebody's fucking grandpa, man. He's so binary. Look it's at so that. Bi- good and bad. Arms. Well, for him, it's progress because he said don't during do it during the anthem, and then they didn't do it during the yeah. anthem. So I win. So I get my way. Yeah. 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 You lose. You're fired. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. All right. He seems and, like a great guy. And also, people brought up, like, in 2014, he tried to buy the Buffalo Bills, and the NFL turned him down. Oh, the, so there's he's a, got, like, an axe to grind. like, a gutless right. shuckster or Can, something. No, he, like, there was a few times could, he tried could, to buy in into the, the 80s, NFL. Yeah. during the USFL. They did not want the him. Team, yeah. They did not want and him. He also, this happened, like, just as Steph Curry was saying he wasn't coming to the White House, mm-hmm. which I think had something. I think there was some part of his mind. I know Steph Curry is a different sport, but where yeah. he was like, you know what? Fuck professional athletes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. there was obviously, I feel like, a feeling with Steph Curry of, of Steph Curry being like, I'm not going to go, and him being like, no, I disinvited that, well, you. Well, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what you're happened. Not, you're yeah. not going yeah. as I said, Steph so. Steph Curry's saying he isn't coming because he's disinvited. It's like we have Eric Cartman for a president. <laughs> yeah. way, man. Uh, that's like, so not fair to Eric Cartman. <laughs> Eric Cartman has, like, several has episodes where he pulls off yeah, of diabolical plan. Yeah, he yeah, makes a dude eat his own parents. Trump could never pull off anything that complicated. It'd be like, eat this, it's your parents. Oh. <laughs> Should we play a little of Mike Francesa's yeah. opinion? Sure. Oh, God. It's, by the way, spoiler, it's exactly what you think it is. Do you guys know, hold on, wait, do you guys wait, know wait. who Mike Francesa yeah, is? Yeah, let's no, explain who Mike he Francesa is. is. So he's been kind of a target of our jokes the last few months, but he's a local, or I guess national sports? Yeah, he's syndicated. He's, yeah. syndicated. he's a New York guy that's syndicated. With the most New York accent. Okay. Just total old New York, old haggard New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Here's a 
Mike. What's happening? Hey, just real quick, I want to say about the post. I don't think there is a, a better way to do it. And I think the people who... Uh, well, the better way uh, is not to have the protest. It's to get them to stop protesting is the best yeah, idea. Yeah, but Mike, but Mike <laughs> if, if people that have a problem with the protest, think about it. What, what, is, what are people protesting about? It's, it's not like it's something that is, you know... You know, here's the point. The people at home are saying, "I this is my entertainment. I don't want people protesting. That's, I yes, just want that's them the to point. Yes. Well, that is that is exactly why you do it yeah. during the football game, so that these fucking like you know, yeah, they're forced to uninvested, apathetic how people. How dare you make them think and feel? I was just gonna say, <laughs> well, oh, I didn't just come here, here to, to watch people hurt each other. Or to have to think about something. This is also, like honestly what I came I, here for a concussion. What I, the 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 cynical joy that I'm getting out of this is that there's like right wing football fans now that like the they're sport burning is, jerseys they're angry yeah the and sport is tainted the for them and that's all they have yeah. yeah I saw guys on the internet today with a video they were burning seasons tickets oh, and I wanted to you. be like you know what that you already fuck? paid yeah, for those yeah. right like you're not so, so fine <laughs> it's the point crazy. man and honestly it's like you're just making it more comfortable for the person next yeah. to you he's got a little more leverage oh my god. And he's Season he's gonna know you're not showing up. Glorious, so maybe man. he's they're, they can resell those seats. They're gonna do the old movie theater trick, bring two other people. <laughs> yeah, there's an intern now spending all day figuring out what tickets yeah. those are and, and reselling Tracing them. Tracing it back to the Twitter account. <laughs> Zoom in. They were on StubHub within the hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Play football. That's the point. But the day and age that we live in, it's I don't think that's necessarily of of. I think it's courageous for people to. Stand up for what they believe in. Rare, sensible sports radio caller. Even though they're not necessarily affected by it directly, they're standing up for something they believe in. And I, I think that people who are questioning this should actually, you know, take a look and be empathetic and say, like, hey, like if this was happening to me, wouldn't I want to? Oh, wait a second! It's not happening to these players. Oh. <laughs> it's affecting their communities. It's, it's not affecting. Wait, you, you don't even know if those guys live in those in, in those. Oh, fuck you! That's going on. That, uh, you know, I, I live next to like five different black football players. Well, that uh, community is fine. These these black guys, they don't, they're rich. Oh, you think they live in these black neighborhoods over here? Yeah, okay. Come on. Come on. A lot of these guys are wealthy players. <laughs> Okay, but they may—they probably have grown up in those type of Some of them, some maybe not, some maybe yes. And you know, again, generalization. Wait, wait. What NFL player comes from money right now? Peyton Manning, I guess. Does he? His dad was also a quarterback. Okay, so one white guy. Yeah, yeah. Great. But it's very often I feel like that's when they're from a football family. You know what I mean? Is they come from money? Because otherwise, very rarely is it like I could have gone to Harvard. Yes. Why would you do? I decided to join the fucking Baltimore Ravens. Money Skull crushed in for 10 exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah, Had man. Ben Roethlisberger kill me on the field <laughs> okay. once a week. And also, it's like, okay, so what if they don't even, they don't have to live in the community mm-hmm. to write, like, well, you could be, guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's like, you could be a rich black guy and still experience racism. Like, right. just because you're rich, you don't, you don't escape systematic racism. Who was it, the was Giants that, guy it just, that just... There was yeah, that just football happened. player. Yeah, yeah that football player that yeah, got racially profiled yeah, and just, like, Vegas. attacked and, like, yeah. uh, accused of a murder, and he's a fucking famous football player, and he was like, uh, I, was, I was ready to, like... Say, I was saying goodbye to my my wife and my child in my head. I thought this was it. I would never see them again. And it's like this is like anybody could experience this. Just because you're 
You live in a nice house. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, folks, racism is over. Okay. And also, <laughs> like, it. so it's if you, if the done. point is if you're rich, you have no reason to be angry. Then why is Francesca's buddy Trump always so angry? <laughs> why is Francesca always uh, so yeah. fucking angry? Like you're rich, Mike. Calm down. It's fine. <laughs> live and let live. Right. What's he protesting? Well, like he's protesting something. Yeah. Like, of value. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to. I want to. Uh, I got a hard day here. I just want to watch football. <laughs> like, I don't want to think. He's protesting. Nino's running out of gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? <laughs> oh, I thought you, you uh-huh. were, had something no, on deck no, there. No, okay, Mike, no. take it away. But isn't that crazy? It, 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 it gets that way worse. Oh, even no. though you're not directly being affected by it, to come up, to step up and say, like, hey, like this, what I just, what I feel is not right, and I'm going to use my voice and my platform. Well, what, first of all, why is it their platform? Yeah, this is... Because they're, they're rich, successful. Well, it's not their platform, they though. They, their they're, they're employees. If I'm the owner and I tell them they can't do it, what oh. do they do then? Yes, it is. Yikes. How about if I put an edict out, I put a piece of paper in their locker the next day and says, you kneel down, I'm suspending you. So that's, that's right. If, if they want to do it, they can do that. Um, but also, like I collectively like, bargained contract i don't think that's if, something you could just say if they do that i feel like again that's just daring the football player to oh, take yeah. the knee they, yeah they right. would also they would just walk out yeah yeah so they'd, or they would strike or something yeah yeah that's bullshit yeah. and on yeah. top of all of that it would be tremendously unpopular i was gonna the say they post that too. on twitter they'd post a photo of that on twitter right. and it would be over i yeah, mean these no, guys these mean, owners are all locking no, arms kneel down yeah, they're all on the field now trying to distance themselves from the fact that yeah. they're the cause of this, partly. So, like, they, they they know what's going on. They know that people are, like, with the players on this. So they could never do that. Ridiculous. It is interesting, though, that there's a lot of booze. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, football there's audiences, I don't know how it's much a, I think it's a half and half. Yeah. But I feel like people are so into football that even if they... Yeah. Don't like this. They're just like, boo! Come on, get to the, get right. to the skull bashing. That's yeah. why I'm here. But that's the thing. Like this doesn't prolong the pregame or anything. The games take just as long. The anthem takes just yeah. as long. And they don't even this- they don't even show the anthem on TV except they now do that it there's now. a yeah, controversy. Yeah, exactly. Right. They yeah. never show the anthem. So really, time. isn't the beef with uh, the networks that feel like showing? Like, yes. all they have to do is stop showing it, and then we could go back to normal. Look, if you, right? if you think about it, Trump won. Now the now the uh, national anthem is getting a little more publicity. Ratings for <laughs> the anthem. disrespect. <laughs> ratings for the anthem. Did he buy the airplay? Did he buy the rights to that song? Is also, he getting the cut of this somehow? <laughs> no, I, I, love, I love that he's <laughs> fa- falling into his trope of like, the NFL constantly losing ratings. Yeah. Everything's the going. Meanwhile, like the ratings are the highest they've been. No, they actually have been going yeah. down. But o- over time, yes. But they spiked. They did yes. spike in relation to previous years, that so might they're be not. True. Yeah, and this last is the night, first year where I actually know about football because of all of this. this is a, yeah, that's the other thing. Different. That's I mean, that's really uh, the Trump effect. I feel like I have never followed politics as closely as I follow it mm-hmm. now just because it's like, oh, God, what is he? You have to follow it. Otherwise, everyone loves fucking... a freak show, man. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone loves a freak show in that respect, I feel. Yeah. Like, where it's just every day is something crazy and new it's, that you get to it's witness. Ju- it's really fatiguing, though. It's, it's like it's unbelievable. It was more fun when it was the mayor of Toronto. I don't want it to oh, be yeah. my president. I want it to be like someone in a different country that I can laugh at. But at least far. in Toronto, they were like, okay, we got to do something about this fucking guy. Whereas here... It's now yeah. become a thing like, well, he's not that bad because uh, we're saving the, the babies or some shit. 
than getting our tax cut. Yeah. I also think the, the, the uh, rock bottom that cut, Trump yeah. presents is, you know, I mean, not that it's a good thing that Trump is the president, but it's uh, has a good side effect, which is that people are paying attention and actually yeah. criticizing the president. Because, it, you know, if we had another, we've been on this spiral for like 50 years and Trump is like the latest mutation of it. But Trump engenders criticism. Trump is so bizarre and like so cultish that like people will like attack him. Whereas these guys would have these guys have been getting away with shit like this for years and years and years. So it's good that people are now actually maybe it'll push the country left a little bit is what I'm saying, because we're basically have right and writer. So, you know, to, the fact that Trump is such a black hole. I think maybe, maybe, maybe it's the other shoe drop. I think he would resent know. you for calling him that. What, a black what? hole? Yeah, he needs to be a white Sorry. hole. Sorry. White hole. Orange hole. Orange hole. I'm a gold hole. <laughs> I am an orange hole, but I'm going to be plating myself with gold <laughs> this coming weekend. I think he'd be okay being a black hole as long as he was the blackest black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, black. so black. So dark. <laughs> it's so dark the police want to kill it. Very black. Tremendous. <laughs> Shall uh, we play some more Mike? Or? Yeah. Okay. They only want to kneel down. They're courageous. Because they're not getting paid. Yeah. But even so, it's not Colin Kaepernick. How many do you think are going to kneel down there? Uh, I don't know. Some, some may, some may not. Well, we'll go find out. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe because they, they don't see that's that's not their forum, you know. They don't own the right to do that. That's not that know, is literally their forum. Yeah. The guy says that the caller, he's like, "Well, the the people are turning in to watch the players. Like that's the whole yeah. They're product. not they're not tur- tuning in to watch the brand. Right, but, they, <laughs> but they but they don't own it. They don't own it. That's the guy that owns it. Is what's important. That's not their but stadium. That's not their building. They don't. They they they're employees. Yeah. Well. But regardless, they have millions of, of people looking at them. Only because it's the forum they play on. That doesn't mm. mean, but they, it's not their forum. What but is this conversation? This is also like, like a form of racism, by the way. Oh, like, yeah. You know, this narrative that the, the white owners are letting them. Yeah, yeah. they're privileged yeah. to get yeah, exactly. to play this sport. Yeah, they could they just put, put Mons on the field, give yeah. him a helmet. It'll be like, fine. Same thing. They, and this brings up a point that constantly comes up, I feel, in any aspect. When they're like, oh, these people are making millions of dollars. They should be thankful for that. And it's like, well, what? Like, you know, like how they don't deserve to make millions of dollars when the people who they work for are making hundreds of millions of dollars. And it's like they're getting their piece. of. If anything, they're being underpaid in terms of the overall profit being made off of their bodies. Right. So it's like you can't say just because they're making five million. Oh, that like, how dare they? They should be happy. What a life they have. It's like, Mm. well. I mean, that's just simple capitalism. I always say this whenever I encounter one of these motherfuckers that's like saying, you know, players are paid too much and all this shit. I'm like, it's a zero sum game. Like they pay the players more or they play, they pay them less and they buy another yacht. It's like, where's it going to go? Nurses? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah. docs? Like, firemen? Who are they taking this money exactly. from? It's going to the billionaire or it's going to the millionaire. I think it's honestly very similar to the conversation about the minimum wage yes uh raising to 15 like oh uh, how dare workers in mcdonald's uh, want 15 dollars <laughs> like whatever how dare they deserve to have a life that's not miserable like the, the company they work for are making insane profits off of them that for their and it's like 
Who is this money coming from? Because you know? soldiers don't make enough, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I'm an EMT and I don't even make fifteen dollars an hour. And it's like, yeah. okay, you should be making. That's the yeah, <laughs> I agree. That's or a, get a different job <laughs> if it's a problem. Get, and get it's a like, better yeah, union. Right. The fast yeah. food workers have a better yeah, union. It sounds like you should you. work at McDonald's. You know, like, dipshit. Yeah. But this like knee jerk like need to defend the fucking employer at all times. Like, because yeah. what does my Francesca work for? What is it? Clear Channel? What is there? A CBS? Ah, uh, yeah, probably CBS. But it's just a quick. It's getting a script. He's yeah. a fucking corporate, you know, lackey. It reminds me, you know what? It reminds me of kind of like when they do the healthcare debate. And it's not even on the Democratic chat, even on like MSNBC, these fuckheads will come on and they'll go like, oh, Bernie Sanders thinks that we'll eventually get single payer healthcare in this country. Uh, why doesn't he just offer a pony? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Just immediately defending the healthcare industry. So to me, it's the same thing. It's like you're immediately going to the employer. You're defending uh, the rich guy. Like I said, you know, you can't. Th- th- that's just such a backwards way of looking at any issue. That's right. Okay. I feel like. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I just realized we like we've been spending like uh, because half an hour on, on, on this. Also, we wrote a book. Yeah, let's promote <laughs> yeah. this book. Yeah. All right. Let's reel it into this okay. book. As long as the book is about kneeling down at a football game, yeah. we can talk about it. <laughs> Chapter okay. seven. <laughs> well, now you guys can walk around and say like, hey. I wrote the book on metal. Again. <laughs> uh, That's hey. our next book. Again. <laughs> Phil Anselmo. Uh, Gaffs. I'm curious Phil Anselmo's take on the taking a knee situation. I feel uh, like he's for uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. it's, it's probably very like similar. To, back on this one. Or it's probably very similar <laughs> to Mike Francesa. I took right, a knee right. when I lived with my aunt in Mississippi. <laughs> All the kids took knees back then. I love taking knees. Don't accuse me of being against taking knees. Damn it. <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you got, like, how did you guys, so you guys worked on it together. Did you share, did. share a Google Doc? It's a very nice book. It's, it is definitely... <laughs> A visual history. There's a lot of great photos. There are. There we are took all of them. Good quality. <laughs> 300 dots per inch, these photos. Some maybe oh, 600. Yeah. So oh, it's no. like no, no no JPEG compression on any of the... Oh, no. This is, you didn't do Google image searches. You got your rights for these photos. No, we worked it. We worked it. <laughs> I would like to thank Shutterstock for all their help. <laughs> um, so the process of writing a book, fun, awful, both? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just like love writing, and to me, any... Anytime you change mediums, it's just the fun challenge of how is this different from what writing blog posts every from writing blog posts or writing screenplays or writing whatever. Yeah. Uh, So like that was the fun challenge of it to me. Did it seem daunting? Like holy shit, we have so many pages to write. Like how are we going to finish this? Uh, You know, honestly, I mean, between the fact that like working with Axel, like I knew I was working with somebody who could write every day. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And. uh, and the fact that these are all stories that we sort of knew in a weird way, like retelling the Cliff Burton story in a in a specific way is like, it's just retelling a story I sort of know by heart. It was it was actually a pretty easy. And like going in, I sort of felt like I've been training my whole life to just write this book full of oh you my know God. minutia about ghoul. That's a good quote. Like you should say that for other interviews. This is the book I've waited my whole life. I've waited my whole life. I've had this book uh, burning inside. I hate to me. burst your bubble, but that's not the first time Chris has used that quote this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, you guys have got to give me original content here. So, I'm sorry. I was just going to say. <laughs> Damn it. No, I'm just kidding. Quote number three. 
what I like about the book, like the parts that I did read, is I feel like uh, whenever I've read history books about metal before it just I felt like I never really got to experience metal like the writer did but I feel like because we're so close in age and the people who are talking in the book like Matt Heafy's forward it's like oh yeah that's how I listen to metal that's how I learn about bands too so it's like very relatable in that sense which I liked um I mean it's very like idiomatic and conversational the way metal Mm -hmm. sucks is yeah it's yeah. very much like here's two who's here's two idiots' opinions on metal. I mean, yeah, no, I, I feel like, and you know, something that we really strived for was to also cover metal that like maybe a lot of metal books hadn't. I feel like a lot of times there's a metal book, and after like new metal, it's sort of like and the rest since then, mm-hmm. where it's like Mastodon and yeah and stuff like that. And so uh, you know, we were really trying to write like up until the moment we published it. You know what I mean? Like when we did the the playlists for the various genres. Like, I made sure on some to put songs that had, like, just come out this year and stuff, because I was like, this is important, too. You should be listening to the new stuff, so. It literally goes up to, like, the most recent Suicide Silence album. Yeah, like, yeah. It gets pretty. I think there's a song from the new Power Trip on the Thrash playlist. You know what I mean? Be. So we were, we were, you know, doing you our damnedest to these really. things. Right, right. Well, how long does it take to put a book together like that? I mean, for us, we were told, have it ready by April which is always a good incentive to just grind when, it When out. did you start? We started, I want to say, like, late November. So, like, six oh, months. Wow. We first talked about it Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Okay. Wow. okay. And, wow. and, like, we were off yeah. to the races. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the good news is you're writing a book, and the bad news is it had to be finished yesterday. <laughs> did it feel like homework, though? Because it was history, and there was a deadline? Or was it fun? Ha, that's kind of fun. I mean, I guess sometimes it felt like there were just moments where I was like, now you've got to write about Candlemas. And like, that's that's what you need to make this chapter work now. So just go ahead and write about Candlemas. And so, you know, in that respect, there were times where it was sort of like, ah, I'm not sure I'm in a Candlemas mood, but whatever, I'll fucking do it. And um, But at the same time, as you also said, we tried to have a real conversational tone and like just be metalheads who like grew up loving metal, talking about metal. And so in that respect, there were sometimes you could just be like, you know, just sort of gush on the page just be like let me tell you what i think about alice cooper for the next like three thousand words or something like that i think you said this that like there's like a campfire story quality to it Mm -hmm. like metal is kind of a spoken word tradition in my mind like that sort of you know like you won't believe okay so this time that that tom mariah like you know pissed in Cronus's hair or whatever like it's a story that like i've heard a million times from a million different drunk people let's hear it um, shit, god damn it, fuck. Um, okay, so the story I believe is that uh, Tom Araya was on Venom's tour bus when Slayer were on tour with Venom. I think Exodus was on that tour too, but though it might have been Dark Angel. I remember a specific tour flyer from that tour. But anyway, Tom Araya, who is not a big drinker, but I believe a decent pot smoker, was super hammered on the bus. And I forget how it came up, but Cronus said something along the line. I think Tom was like, where's the bathroom? And Cronus was like, oh, you're just pissing my hair, mate. It's fine. And Tom or I in his drunken state whipped his dick out and pissed in Cronus's hair, which resulted in him being thrown off the bus, though apparently in the morning, all was forgiven. So that's the story. It's a good story. Thank you. Thank you. So how, how did you hear a story like that? I heard a story like that through countless, like, old metal magazines and shit like that. Like, I grew up very much on the tail end of the magazine thing. Mm -hmm. And so, like, metal magazines, like Metal Maniacs, and also, like, the weird little magazines, like S.O.D. and stuff like that, were, like, the places where I read these ridiculous things. And so, so yeah, writing this book, there was a little bit of, like, write your S.O.D. magazine timeline or whatever. You know, that's so fun because... um 
when I was moving, I used to collect all of like my like old magazines and stuff and just like carry them with me to apartment apartment and then I just like got rid of them. But there's like so much history in them that I threw away. So it's it's cool that you incorporate that. Cuz all all that stuff gets lost. Sure. I mean, I grew up, you know, I feel like as a metalhead, we were talking the other day about when you used to buy a CD and like sit down with the lyrics in the booklet and like check out the art in the booklet, um, yeah. I was talking about the Slipknot Iowa booklet that it was this weird art project with like translucent pages and shit like that, and sort of there used to be this kind of absorption of like metal media where you learned all these weird things and right there was them. an art to it too. Like I feel with Tool as well, like they got really crazy yeah. with their packaging. Yeah, the cow licking its ass. Yeah, that's a tool. Well, Is that? A but tool? even for stuff that didn't look that amazing, like I could have. I could have practically written the use your illusion thank you notes from memory. Right, right. Like it's just a, it's just like a whole different thing. Totally, totally. Go. No, but like to this day, I don't know why (laughs) Sean Penn's in there. Like I've never figured out why Sean Penn is in the thank you for use your illusion. I know why Schwarzenegger's in there. Obviously, I have no idea why Sean Penn is in there. Probably a good coke connect. Sure, (laughs) probably a good coke connect. Yeah, maybe. And also, uh, one thing uh, I enjoy about it is there's a lot of uh, a lot of knocks on a certain uh, Phil Labonte in the book. We won't, oh. we don't have to give it away, but uh, I hear he's not a good singer. Phil Labonte can't sing. If you're a Phil Labonte fan, what you need to do because of all the juicy knocks on him is to pay uh, twenty dollars or more for our book and find out all the terrible <laughs> things we say about him because we say some really. Well, and then, like, don't like, forget to tweet them to him. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> like as consistently him. as possible, because he'll probably be pretty chill about it. I think. Rob, tweet at him right now. Maybe we could get a response during the show. Uh, hmm. <laughs> or is he blocked? He's probably blocked you, so you probably can't. Uh, I don't well, know. We might not be blocked. Other uh, Twitter accounts here. Yeah. Uh, when does the book come out? October sixth. Uh, October twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Close. Is the date. Yeah. Hey. It was October. So. It was early October, but our uh, our pub date got moved, which is something you find out about publishing, that it's all a little fluid sometimes. Is it uh, a lot like the music biz or different? It has some little quirks. Yeah, There's... we had to write a demo. At... No. <laughs> we were writing we in a marketing. small club <laughs> when the publisher came in, and they said, you kids have No, to I mean, the marketing of it, the marketing side of like, getting it... Uh, there's, there's a little bit you have to sort of it's funny because uh, I feel like like the music industry the publishing industry is in a state of insane flux and right and such you know there's always that moment of like like you guys market to the kids you have your metal blog we don't fully understand I this would whole think this thing, is like not you know. a typical marketing experience yeah in yeah, this case like yeah. we, we have so many connects Right, like a lot of it's just been like emailing people That's we true. know, friend that we're friends with, and being like, "Hey, can we come to your show?" Yeah, I'm very intrigued that the guy sounds like a good character from Newsies. That a <laughs> <laughs> marketer. We're gonna want. Marketer. We're gonna want you to write a book about metal. Uh, say. We don't know any of this metal saves. <laughs> Great. It'll play in Peoria. That's all that matters. <laughs> Great character. Um, <laughs> um, so that's what publishing is like. It's like being on a train in the 1920s, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy flipping a nickel. Um. <laughs> and uh, are, is that going to be an audio book or are you going to recite <laughs> yeah Darren's going to do it what? he's going to do all the voices oh my god I'd be glad oh, to yeah. he's going to read them in character have you heard his Dave Mustaine oh yes I have I was here when he was talking to Jim Brewer oh, and yeah. he was doing Mustaine it was amazing <laughs> 
So yeah, that'll be the audiobook. Just as soon as that money comes pouring in, mm. any second now. I oh, kind of yeah. now want to do it as a, as a newsies guy. <laughs> <laughs> Great book, kid. Here's a nickel. Get well, your soda pop. There, there's an omniscient narrator, yeah. Yeah. so that guy can be the newsies guy. Done. Done. All purpose. Black Sabbath. I was just going to say, I had made it, and they had what it took. <laughs> <laughs> straight to the top, those boys did. Front of the hills, they did. That's a direct I, quote from the book. Iron Maiden. It. They had what it took. Straight to the top. The year 1977. They were like, this is too long. We were like, we will literally just cut words. <laughs> Back in the day, it was 10 characters or less. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, written in Twitter. Twitter speak. Yeah, the book is in tweet form. That's good. Maybe do a live tweet of the book when it comes out. Yeah. Put it out. In I'm going to live tweet as I read it. Oh, I did a good job here. <laughs> there's a typo here. There's a typo here. Have you guys caught typos? There, there's yeah. a. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, tes- texted me that typos were the metal sucks comment section of reading the book, oh. and I responded, "No, typos aren't anti-Semitic." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris said, "If you only knew," which I'm still not sure what that means. But, uh, no, I mean. It's always funny because when I page through it, it's also like, it's very much like metalhead things where like there's some playlist where it doesn't have the year the album came out after the album, but inside like that just kills me, man. I'm like, how will they know? How will they, how will the reader know? They can just tweet you. 1991, they can. And you can just tell them. Or, you know, you set up a website. Be like, here's all the things. Here's here's the addendum. Hellraisersfuckups.com. <laughs> Speaking of the the comments, by the way, Rob showed me a comment earlier on Metal Injection, where it was like some right wing bullshit, whatever. Uh, it was on the Marilyn Manson post, right? Oh yeah. So uh, you guys wrote about this too. How he said, Kiss looked like four gay dudes in Halloween costumes, and we both are of the opinion that. Hey, Marilyn Manson, you're better than this. You don't have to use gay as an insult. Like, yeah. this isn't the end of the world, but, right. like, that's yeah. sort of lame. Yeah. And uh, so... So the, well, he got, Rob actually dove in and got into a back and forth with one of these guys. And he's like, you know, I'd really like to debate you just to introduce some right-wing uh, ideas into Metal Injection comments. I'm like, have you ever seen Metal Injection comments? Like, you want to inject right-wing into that, like how it's already like uh, it's a battleground. I think I think it uh, it goes back. Okay, that's there. true, but I mean, it's not like they've never right. been introduced yeah. to a right wing talking point. There was one other guy though that was like, oh, uh, hypocritical much. This is the same guy who had Seth Putnam call into his <laughs> podcast. Yeah, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, just because he has those views doesn't mean no, we the endorse rep- them. The reply there is, yeah, and a month later he was dead. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah, but but the, these guys <laughs> are like happy with Seth, Seth Putnam's yeah. views, though. That's well, the thing. I was just like, plus it's not like we were endorsing what he was saying. We were laughing at him. I would also point know, out, how long has Seth Putnam been dead? A while. I mean, like five years. I don't know about you, but I've changed a lot in five years. <laughs> yeah, ten years. Yeah, like I, I haven't I, changed. That's another good point. Sid, People have yeah. Sid was, as far as I can tell, born forty-seven yes. years old. <laughs> 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 Very good point. People's viewpoint, but like evolves. you're supposed to change your thinking and like mature as time yeah. goes on. Yeah. So it's weird to point to me. It's weird to point something from like eight years ago and say, "Look, but you said this." Like, okay, I'm allowed to change my mind. It, that that is true, and I do see that a lot now on Metal Sucks comedy. You guys get it way more vile yeah. than than we do. I and feel. we have a moderator. 
<laughs> Those are the comments he left. I through. think we, we. Oh, I'm older than everyone in this room, but this group is like on the last fringes of generation that grew up without being totally immersed in the internet. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you grow up just within that, there's just so many places for you to crawl in and just live in an echo chamber your whole life. So yeah. I think people mature less than they used to, and we'll probably will keep progressing that way. No. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I was like, I wish this was just more like Idiocracy. <laughs> it's good. It is there. crazy how prophetic that movie turned that out. That movie. Be. Yeah. Like, it seems so. I feel like that's Mike Judge's jam. Like, he's going to call it 10 years in advance. Like, nobody liked Office Space when it came out. I, I was like, but yeah, I got what you're saying. It but was it bombed bomb. in the theaters. Yeah. yeah like, what about Extract? Is that going to be the next one that becomes huge that posthumously? Right. No, that was pretty bad, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, I guess not. Well, had a metalhead character. Hey, he did, did it, it twice, so. It did have a metalhead TJ, character. Uh, yeah, yeah. TJ Miller whatever. played. He had like a yeah. Zoom shirt. Yeah, that's a Val Carnage shirt. He's talking he about Grant Oh, yeah, yeah. it's a Val Carnage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, which basically I learned oh. was the, they just reached out to that's Relapse. That's what I was going to say. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it was all Relapse fans, and they so they just sent a bunch of shirts. So it didn't, like, it wasn't specific at all. no knowledge at all of the metal genre. But... It was still like watching it. It was a fun little Easter egg. I think that's like the kind of the fun thing about being a metalhead is like spotting it in the wild and, and like, <laughs> the wild. you know, sure. like, oh, look. You mean mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure Mike Judge it? with like the Beavis and Butthead thing just wandered off with like a ton of metal knowledge. Well, he said he's not even a metal. I, I uh, had the chance to talk to him for a second at, a co- at New York Comic Con. I think you know this. It was like. Oh. It was uh, like he was doing a press conference for the return uh, of Beavis and Butthead. The return of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And so, like, I I got like one question with him, and I was like, "Oh, you know, such it's so big in the metal community. Uh, is there going to be metal on the new season? And are are you a metalhead?" And he was like, uh, "There might be like one song, and I'm not really a metalhead. I like like some." Dad rock, basically. Like, he's doing this whole country series now. Sure, yeah, sure. So. No, no, no. I did, I did see a thing for that today. And yeah. like, you do remember that it was like Beavis and Butthead to King of the Hill. You know what I mean? Right. So right, it was right, like right. King of the Hill for whatever, like sixteen seasons yeah. or something like that. And aren't yeah. they bringing that back? Well, Are I they bringing King of the Hill? About that was it going on Netflix or something? I'm not sure, but I'm going to show my else. age. King of the Hill's gone. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, thought that show was still on. I I didn't know either. It way. stayed around, yeah, a shockingly long time. I thought it was like The Simpsons. I thought it just went on and on and on. Because people watch The Simpsons. No, I think one more Family Guy. I like back. King of the Hill, though. I mean, it's, I wouldn't want to sit there and watch uh, every episode yeah. for sixteen Outpaced, seasons. Yeah. King of the Hill, until they cancel yeah. King of the Hill. Whatever we have, Bummer. Silicon Valley now, so yeah. it's worth it. Well, then that's over. Yeah. Well, one more season, right? No, but I mean, what was this? The third. The fourth. fourth. I feel this was the weakest. No season. comedy sh- series in history, I think, has ever had more than three good seasons. Seinfeld. Curb your enthusiasm has been Curb, oh, yeah, which is once every like, yeah, you know, it takes like time fucking solar eclipse. Like, Parks and Rec. How many? No. How many did? Par- well, but Five? they took a few seasons to get going. They the took first the, season, that first that's like, yeah, like shortened that's season a little, to get going. That's a little. Di- that's kind of like you know. But Seinfeld, Slayer had, before like, Rain and Blood and Slayer. Simpsons after. was ten seasons. I was gonna say with the Simpsons, yeah. I feel like it was only season three where they really became what they were, and then like it lasted to like season ten. I think I season like four. Season two but, was good yeah. too. What's up, season four? Yeah, to me that's a lot of really good. The season I like started on the Simpsons. Was Larry Sanders more than three seasons? I don't know. No, I don't. I think it was anyway, there, I'm sure there are a few exceptions. <laughs> Let's just turn this into a TV we talk can't podcast. Think of a lot. Yeah, fair. We can't all immediately sit here and go, "Oh, but what about that?" Yeah. 
And honestly, like most dramatic shows, I think should probably end. Stories are meant to have a beginning, a middle, yeah, and an end. It's true. Yeah. How about Dream On with Brian Ben? Oh my God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you know that shit's like not even on HBO now? Is it not? That's how little HBO gives a fuck about the yeah. fact that that was like one of their first wow. original shows. Great show. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, no idea. It was a <laughs> show idea. with. The, okay, do you remember Madeline Stowe? No, Brian. No, no. This no definitely does not. All right, well, there's this little tiny actor named Brian Benben who's married to this tall, yeah. beautiful woman, Madeline Stowe. Anyway, he had this show called Dream On. And it was like a sex comedy about a single older guy, middle-aged guy with a kid. Okay. And, and like he, in his head, yeah. he would like flash back to television. He watched as a kid in funny ways. Yeah. Like some Three Stooges shit with a sexual subtext or whatever. It right. was like the Family Guy cutaway. Exactly. But yes. live action. It was like, and whoa. like clips of it like was sound sexual footage. Three Stooges routine? Walter Mitty no, plus like, vagina. <laughs> no, if some woman said like, I'm going to give you a great blowjob, he could cut to a clip of someone in the Three Stooges being like, doesn't that sound great? I'm going to give yeah. you a great like photo. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's ah, exactly ah. what it was. I don't have your talent for doing those <laughs> characters. But... What was his job on the oh, show? Wasn't he like a lawyer or something? He was always in a suit. I was... And that's it? That's the only profession <laughs> yeah. that wears suits? I, that's that I know of. Uh, for some reason in my mind, he was like in publishing or something. That like might that. be yes. right. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. The show seemed like a big deal when I was a kid because they were just consistently boot. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure it would not hold up today. It was always yeah. right before Real Sex. Do you remember that show? I yes. do remember that show. Oh, I learned so much from that show. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, See, I'm older than you, and I had, I guess, already seen porn, so like Real Sex was like... But I think what... Yeah, I, I don't think it was about porn. I no, no, I'm saying I had seen real porn, world. Yeah. so that didn't. Well, like, to do me, anything. it was about like I had seen porn. I didn't necessarily have access to porn. Oh, I right. See. right, yeah. Like, yeah, I just I always was, thought real sex was just like dull. I don't know. Well, here, how did you, what was your first exposure to porn? Because you you like grew up in an era before. Um, I like, guess it was to the tapes. I guess it was Peaches. going to that. I guess it was going to that <laughs> video store. No, I wasn't like a hormonally no, he, uh, he accelerated. Yeah, wind up. <laughs> How much older are you than no, the rest of us? Let me, wait, let, me, let me retract that. My first uh, experience with porn was WHT. Don't you know what that is? Yes. No. It was very like a big. very fake HBO. Like for people that didn't have cable, they had this like <laughs> you'd buy a box that only had one channel and it would unscramble. They would air stuff on channel 68. And you would unscramble it with this box. And during the day, they had, like, all the shit HBO rejected. Like, you know, like, it had, like, 12 movies a month. Things that have been on HBO that had done, like, if 9 to 5 or whatever. And then after, like, 10 p.m., they would scramble porn on there. And so I would go on and watch the, the WHT porn. But, but it was, like, like softcore porn. Yeah, it was, like, no, right. it was, right. like, it was hardcore porn sometimes with the insertion taken out. They would edit out the insertion. They put like a black so there was no penetration. No, just to just get rid of it. They just yeah. cut it all together. Sometimes oh, yeah. it was also softcore. But was there like dry hump? Did you see like the dry humping? Uh, or yes. Not even, yeah, Everything not... that wasn't pure insertion. Yeah, they would yeah, do. Yeah. And then other movies were softcore. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. But that was my first. And then before we had WHT, I was watching it because my friends had it and told me about it. I was watching it on the scramble. And then well, we finally got WHT. So I would sneak in the living room mm -hmm. and watch. When my mother was asleep. Watch the, the fake fucking. I see. <laughs> yeah, because I always felt like it just seems so impractical to go the tape route. Yeah. 
Because they were so expensive. They well, were, I, I would buy... Um, that's what we did back in the day, Rob. <laughs> we had dates. Like, I don't I mean, they were... You were eight years old. So, yeah, they were expensive to you. It's no, they were like, they they were like 50, $60. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. $60? Yeah. Did you pay no. $60 for a porno Yeah, tape? what no. the can't fuck are you talking No, that was act, that's accurate. That's really? Where? Like, when? Like, yeah. uh, Man. Like late I never 80s, bought early them. 90s. Yeah. yeah, but I just remember seeing that. I'm like, that's cool. Well, for that? if you went over to West 14th Street in Manhattan, <laughs> yeah, you could have oh, done a whole lot better, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. But they you would re- walk in, you'd be this tall. <laughs> they'd say you're 21, right? You go, yes. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, all right, come on back. <laughs> they re- they retailed though for like sixty, seventy dollars. Right, right. That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. The retail is like yeah. That's um, fucking bonkers. Yeah, but the, I used to. I well, I was very tall as a teenager, and the guy the, that would always go and buy porno magazines. The guy wouldn't even blink. He, you know, there's the money. Yeah. When I was like 13, 14. No well, what were your brands? What were your go-to whatever, publications? Just whatever. Grab something. <laughs> you didn't I, have brand loyalty back then. You had was, tit loyalty. My brand was getting out of there as yeah, fast as possible. Yeah, whatever was closest yeah. to the exit. Yeah. Let's get this. Try this. Great. Sure. When I was a kid in New York, I remember there was a, a bin near the door that had like five magazine packs for like five dollars. Oh my god! And it was oh, like a penthouse that. and something worse. And then you knew in between was just three of the grodiest fucking. You, it was, you only saw still. the penthouse up front. They still sell those at gas stations. <laughs> Crazy! And man. my friend a couple Good. years ago when he got married filled all the groomsmen's oh bags with them. That's great, man. <laughs> That's great to but hear. But I just love the image you know. of him going into a store and being like, I need. Need twelve of these. Packs. <laughs> 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 yeah, it seems like such an anachronism now. Like you can go on and look at anything. Yeah, not just anything. anything you know? Just search the most horrible yeah. stuff. It's your yeah, kids will Tumblr. never know the joy of stealing your mom's like underwear catalog. It's the, best, <laughs> it's the best you can do. Or a Price is Right travel show. I agree. I feel like <laughs> <a> travel show. <laughs> underwear catalogs, Price is Right travel shows were definitely first exposure to. To some pornographic I remember the first time I saw hardcore porn, nobody warned me up front about the money shot. And oh. my mind was blown. I was, was that like, before you? Wow, had... I did not know that's where this was going. I mean, was... I knew that the guy came at the end. I didn't know he was going to come on her. Was that before you had jerked off and didn't know what it looked like? Uh, no, I knew what it looked like. I just was. I just hadn't occurred to me that he was going to pull out. Oh, and... this is the thing you do. Especially because right. I feel like that usually happens with a quick rush, where all of a sudden he's like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on!" Yeah. To like, yeah, rush this into guy. Position. So the movie. So you're like, I can still wait, tell what? you what the what? movie. Oh, was this a high budget production? Well, Peter North was in it. Oh, so that's. Oh, no, so it was called the magic shower. Movie. It was about a shower in an apartment. <laughs> the magic shower. Like it would make you horny. Yeah. And uh, there was one. It wasn't Peter North, but one guy when he came said, "Vini vidi vice," which means I came, I saw, I conquered. <laughs> and like that's what I remember about the guy about the guy coming. It was him yelling that for some reason. I remember one of the first ones I saw was called Backside to the Future. <laughs> it was, uh, like, they actually got a DeLorean. Oh. It was very low budget, but somehow somebody had a DeLorean. DeLoreans were worthless by that point. Yeah, and, yeah right. And uh, it was like aluminum foil. And the, the, like a woman goes back in time. She meets herself. Uh, she has sex with herself. <laughs> she has sex with her parents. Oh. Uh, but they're not, you know, they're obviously not really the time related. parents. Yeah, but... It doesn't really matter, you know. <laughs> and then she like has, really going back in time, right? She has, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. They, they shot this by really going back in time. No, they had, they had, uh, then she goes back into the future and fucks like her father as an old man. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, that's okay. Nothing no, sexy about this whatsoever. <laughs> 
That's already like a too involved story for porn. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, like they just like stop making any sense. Right. Well, back in the '80s, they used to make them with a storyline. It was always horrible. You know. Yeah. Now they don't even have stories. I feel now it's just like, what's your name? June. Great. Let's fuck. Like that's it. Yeah. Doesn't even get to it. There's no even. What's your name? It's just cock is already. Usually have a name, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my my first exposure to porn I remember is my friend found a Playboy, and I believe it was like. Uh, Would you touch a used Playboy? Uh, I was. I didn't touch used. it. You have to <laughs> assume when you're, no, but it, when you're but it nine didn't. that all porno magazines have been yeah, yeah. slightly. But used. also, I I, I, re- I recall that it wasn't like that full. It was like relative in relatively. Near mint condition. Yeah, near mint condition. (laughs) (laughs) And it was uh, minimal splooge damage. It was a like it was like a a Pamela Anderson cover or whatever. And I just remember like there were like six of us and we were all all, like going page by page like oh oh. went right to the tech column. (laughs) I I was like I see what they're talking about with the articles here. I want to read these. And today, it'll just be like, when I was three, I saw a woman fucking a donkey by accident. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I saw a pop-up right. ad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it scarred me for life, and I thought that's what sex was. Sorry. It's funny even to watch the internet evolve, where like, I used to have to, I feel like back in the day, you even had to go onto like an internet forum and be like, you know, like, I'm looking for this video starring this person, or something like that. There was like a torrent. And these days, you can just find like... Some sort of search engine that will take you to anything. You, know you can I mean? just Google it. You can and just Google. That is true. And images. There's two you know, sites now. And there's, exactly, exactly. There's streaming sites for any type of porn for and every type of porn. Or Tumblr has porn. I can't yeah. believe Tumblr, Every social network has yeah. a ton of porn. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the people who do are like the vinyl buyers. You know, they're like the loyalists <laughs> yeah. who are like, I'm going to give money to this they appreciate industry. The exactly. I, I feel like exactly. Tum- Tumblr does kind of recreate the search and discovery thing. Oh, it. yeah. Because you put in a tag for something that you're looking right. for. Right. And it's a lot of finding the, the right clip, finding the thing that puts you over the top. <laughs> Starting Sylvester Stallone. I love that you say that like oh, a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Over the top is the other. Kids, let me explain pornography and masturbation to you. <laughs> With a Sylvester Stallone <laughs> analogy. Stallone. Over the top. <laughs> you gotta... I want a Dumbledore. It now. wasn't even an analogy. Everyone... <laughs> <It> just <laughs> named me. <laughs> I think Ralph's yeah. trying to tell us something. <coughs> Sorry, Ralph. You were saying... Yeah, we should watch Over the Top. Yeah. And then jerk off. No, Tumblr's fun. I, I Meet like... me halfway <coughs> across also... the tube site. <laughs> It's a it's a mixed media website. There's gifts, there's images, there's videos. You don't know what you'll run into. It's like a cracker jack box full of cum. <laughs> oh. Boy, that's the episode. This conversation has really been like a Trump speech. <laughs> it's like a cracker jack box. Okay. We're not the we're not the president, so it's all right. That's fair. Uh, Rob, what are you uh, sucking on there? I want to let, let everyone that that is a wonderful vape pen. I want to let everyone know if you want to call in and. Uh, Call Axel a Jew. Number to dial. <laughs> yeah. A Jew or a Jew? A Jew. I was just going to say. I feel there's just very weird anti-Semitism, too, on the site. But, uh, oh, I thought you meant on this, in my inbox. <laughs> oh, I, I bet in your yeah. inbox. What's the worst thing you've gotten this month? I don't know about the worst, but well, I don't want to say it because I don't want the guy to like take satisfaction. <laughs> that was me. That was me. I said that. I said that. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Nice. Wow. And then I'll tweet ah. Great. What was the second worst thing? <laughs> All time. No, there's been a lot of there's. We have a moderator who goes through and like, 
you know metal sucks. We will let you say a lot. <laughs> There's a line. So, like, some guy, first of all, I, I don't read the comments unless the moderator brings something to my attention. But I get a lot of angry <laughs> emails from people who banned. <laughs> And they're always like, why was I banned? All I said was, go suck your own Jewish chode. <laughs> it's like, ah, no reason. <laughs> There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can imagine. Jewish chode. You're, 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 this is against my fear of speech. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Take it to the football field. Yeah, exactly. Take a Take knee. A knee. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck it. Oh, my God. Two one three wide nut. That's the number to dial. <laughs> what is it? Two one three wide nut. Two one three wide nut. Wide nut. Correct. Yeah. Two one three. It just nine. happened that way. It was magic. <laughs> it's fucking. Yeah. We reverse exact. engineered the letters out of the number that we had. Got it. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. Sounds like a horrible disease. Oh man! Did you hear about Bob? He's got wide nut. Got oh, the wide no. nut. Down at the mill. Can also be wife nut if you prefer that. Wife, wife nut. nut. Wife nut. <laughs> wide out. If we're on the football thing, it could be wide out. Maybe we're, I'm going to start saying wife nut. <laughs> sure. My wife nut. My wife <laughs> nut. Uh, Attention. Oh. This is the my wife alarm. You're the one it's that said it, Darren. I thought I was doing it for myself. Shut up. Bo Red is dead. Shut the fuck up. Attention. Okay. What the fuck was that? That was the that my was wife the, We're playing that now to get Rob to stop saying it. Oh, I see. I was going to say it's a timely reference. All right, it's dead. Because, well, my wife is the uh, That's reference. That's funny. <laughs> this well, is the my wife alarm. It's not funny. Okay. I wanted to mention, you know, uh, we've joked about this, I think even while you were on the show, Axel, about uh, Lemmy's troubling collection of Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. And, well, uh, troubling to who, Rob? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... I'm just channeling a Metal Sucks comment. <laughs> <laughs> it was, as I've mentioned, I'm a you know, big Motorhead fan, big Lemmy fan, and I love the documentary. And It was great until that one scene in that one room where he has all of his memorabilia. <laughs> and then the, I felt very uncomfortable. It might be the only time I've actually said, oh my, aloud. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is, is a it is, yeah. an abundance. A lot of Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> of memorabilia. And it's like, look, no one's... And I, I accept the... Uh, he's a collector. He's not really a Nazi. He's dated black women. He's oh, dated well the done. Jew. I guess it's all okay. Well, so... Uh, Motorhead's drummer, Mickey D. Or I guess former drummer? was asked about the Charlottesville protest, like the Charlottesville situation, uh, and how uh, Lemmy would have felt about it, which I feel is kind of a weird question to ask yeah. a guy. Hey, how does your dead yeah. friend feel yeah. about so it? We don't care what, yeah. Well, that is the rest of their lives, too, at this yeah. point, man. It's people going to be like, how do you think Lemmy would have felt about this album you're putting out now? Well, but also, that's probably, <laughs> that was their lives even while he was alive, oh, I'm too. Sure. I'm if, sure. If the person can't get... Lemmy in the interview they're asking right, right. Mickey D questions they had ready for Lemmy and how does Lemmy feel about that yeah 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 <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, I thought it was interesting when Mickey said <laughs> I'm not gonna do an accent so he said oh he would have fucking hated it mm-hmm. I can totally speak for him there he hated that shit a lot of people judged him on the fact that he collected war stuff 
A lot of people did not look behind the curtain. He hated fucking Nazis. He hated stupidity, and he was fascinated by the stupidity of the human race. He would probably write some incredible lyrics about it. He thought it was so ridiculous. There you go. And uh, this uh, story about it uh, quoted a previous interview Lemmy gave where he said he only collected the stuff. He didn't collect the ideas. And he used the line, I've got friends of old colors and religious persuasions. (laughs) I ain't got a racist bone in my body. I was just going to say. Uh, you know, I, I it's like Lemmy's scene in Oliver Twist. <laughs> I ain't got a racist oh, bone in me body. <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, I hate the Nazis. I do. <laughs> I'm Lemmy the eighth. I am Lemmy the eighth. I am. I am. <laughs> I would pay to see that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me as the artful dodger. Um, you know, I really, really, really hate baseball. And now I'd like to show you my collection of 10,000 baseball yeah. cards that I have. <laughs> all signed and hanging on my on my wall. Uh, because I hate it so much. You, they, you, you like collecting things yes. you hate. Yes. Stupidity. Yes. Doesn't everybody like collecting things that they are morally opposed to? Oh, fair. It's fair. weird. It's like, weird. No, there's no way to look at it it's that weird. it's not it's weird. weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. He also had a tank. Yeah, that's like, also weird. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a Nazi. No, no, no. I'm not, not he, saying he's a Nazi. Can he drive the tank to the rainbow every night when he would I know. You could walk yeah, to the rainbow. Yeah, drive the tank from upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe around the upstairs? He was around the corner. He wrecked the shit out of that place. Yeah, that slot machine will never recover. <laughs> <laughs> It was like that scene in GoldenEye, but with Lemmy. <laughs> and only for one flight of stairs. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Noah, you, you had this clip of this news guy? What, what was this six minutes of this guy getting mad on the news? What? MSNBC's Lawrence O'Donnell. Oh. Who is this guy? Great you segue, just, guys. You just explained yeah, who amazing. it was. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> See how that one goes. Thank you, Rachel. Well, today, President Trump visited Texas, but he forgot to bring any empathy with him. But he did bring a hat, a hat that is for sale. Real biting criticism. (laughs) What? 58 seconds. What's going on? Why am I losing this? Why don't I have sound? All right, it's back. Someone's pressing buttons and turning my sound off. This sounds like us. Who is, who's asking for a Labor Day rundown in my ear? <laughs> oh. You pay a lot for a Labor Day rundown. <laughs> Jack's training your ear. Someone in that control room is out of control. Oh. Ooh. Play on words. <laughs> 20 seconds. God damn it. <laughs> Ten seconds. Oh, man. Get. Four. <laughs> he really flips out after this, man. Ten seconds. 
and Steve Perez, who had been missing since Sunday morning. You have insanity in my earpiece. Someone comes over. Don't, don't leave it there. It's not my earpiece. It's somebody talking on our lines. Fuck. Ten seconds. He's just, just such a commanding okay, personality. He should Is do Donald Trump going to be called to testify to Congress? Michael Liskoff has the latest on that. Do you hear it? Pause it. Do you hear how, like, the start? Stop. Oh, sorry. The, the contrast between when he's doing his actual TV show voice yeah. and yeah. I'm falling asleep. And then when he starts screaming, I'm like, I'm now I'm interested in the show finally. This schmuck. He should do that all the time. Just curse at people. Trump, you fucking Stop the hammering, Trump! <laughs> you fuck ya! Fuck's wrong with you? God, sorry. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? Is it on the... Uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. Yeah! I'm with stop you Stop the hammering! <laughs> Why does... Like, I'll go down to the goddamn floor myself and stop it. Keep the goddamn commercial break going. This fucking guy. Call Boston, fucking Phil Griffin. I don't care who the fuck you have to call. That Boston accent really comes yeah. out when he's angry. The floor. The floor. Stop the hammering. Stop, stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? <laughs> well, today, President Trump visited Texas, but he forgot to bring any empathy with him. This is funny if you imagine this he like he's just a guy a on a bus. Like, not in a TV studio. <laughs> Stop the hammering! <laughs> sorry, you have to get it. Sorry, you have to get off the bus. Stop! Stop the hammering! 58 seconds. 58 seconds? That's very specific. What's going on, Phil? Someone's pressing buttons. <laughs> Who is, who's <laughs> in my ear? God damn it. This isn't even like so something somebody edited to together. This today. is just the music Did Rob has on his desktop. <laughs> <laughs> There's insanity in the control room. Someone in that control room is out of control. 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 This reminds me of that, um, oh, there's a drop, so. Reminds me of when Casey Kasem uh, lost the Oh, game. yeah. Did you ever hear that? Oh, yeah. He just goes nuts. Yeah. Or the Bill O'Reilly. I mean, there's been multiple. There's lots of them. Yeah. My favorite one is the Casey. Fucking yeah, like, dog dying. Yeah. <laughs> there's a great one of Orson Welles doing, like, oh, the commercial the for wine? frozen peas or something. Yeah. Is it wine? I think there was, like, Paul Masson. Well, the wine like, one, he's wine. just he's drunk. Just, yeah. He's not, like, right. ranting. No, yeah. the frozen oh. peas one, he's like, who wrote this shit? Okay. It's so there sad. There. What is that? There or there. there or there. Is this still Lawrence O'Donnell? I have the frozen peas. Though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. You really mean that? Thank you. I'd say in other words, I'd start half a second later. Don't you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the farther? If, if, if you can make it almost when a shot disappears, it'll make my I think it's so nice that this, you see, a snow-covered field and say every July things grow there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives.
early July, peas grow there. We aren't even in the fields, you see. <laughs> We're talking about them growing and she's picked them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand you then. When must, what must be over for a July? Um, when we get out of that snowy field. When I was out, we were onto a can of peas, a big dish of peas when I said in July. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, always. <laughs> I'm always the past yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's about where I stay in July. Why? That doesn't make any sense. It's the auteur theory of canned pea commercials. <laughs> There's no no. Are we listening to Sid read metal injection? Right oh my now? god. <laughs> How dare you? That's what I said. Good one is Axl Rose at the Download Festival in 2006, if you can find that. It's all over YouTube. <clears throat> we don't have to stop the show though. Let's talk about outtakes here on the Metal anyway. Podcast. Two one three wife nut. Two one three nine four three. It's easier to understand what you're saying. So there's the that wide nut. Yeah. I, I hear, I hear, because the D and the T is. I thought you were saying why not with a silly accent. Oh, why not? <laughs> why not? Is this it? Axel Rose in ear monitor. Yep. Okay. I'm not to be here. This is in front of a hundred thousand people. Thank you, everybody, for making me look like an ass today, man. This is in 2006. This is from 2006? Yes. Isn't that what you're saying? Yeah. So it's not peak Axel we're hearing this from. It's post Axel. It's post Axel. This when he was doing the tours with Buckethead? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, this would have been Bumblefoot in 2006. He's getting booed. Prep for better and prep it quick. Let's do this before we get a fucking bottle of piss in the fucking head. I'm sorry about that. I don't want a piss bottle to the fucking head. I want to play a rock show. I don't want shit to go down. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to hit you. Sorry, but don't throw shit or I'm gonna fucking go home. I'm sorry. I don't take it. Been doing it a fucking long time. Ain't gonna fucking do it. Have a good time and I'll stick around, right? There's a little Sid, what was the first porn you ever saw? I honestly don't. <laughs> I was trying to think of it before. I don't remember. Oh my god, it was I've, filthy and you're I've lying. Seen so much <laughs> it porn, it's all blurred together. To no, it was probably like Hyapatia Lee or uh-huh. Ashlyn Gear or something. <laughs> oh, but, god. but I don't remember specifically which one it was. Are those women sad. alive? <laughs> probably not. I would hope not by now. They I aren't anymore. You knew their names. Like, you knew their <laughs> of course, actual names. They were superstars. He knew their addresses. Super. <laughs> they were superstars. Ginger Lynn. Now, Ginger Lynn was a little before my time. I've heard of Ginger Lynn. Yeah. So she was one of Charlie Sheen's first porn star conquests. I really? Believe. I oh. think so. Back in the old days. But yeah, I don't remember what my first one. I do remember going 
to the bodega when I was like 14 and buying the issue of Penthouse with Claudia Schiffer in it. Oh, huh. And the guy at the counter was like, you're not a cop, are you? And I'm like, no. He's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> Wasn't Ginger Lynn the one that was in the Metallica video? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was, yeah. Uh, breaking news. Uh-oh. Who died? No one died. <sighs> but Gene Simmons says it's too early to judge Donald Trump's presidency. Oh, blow me. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought it was just going to be cut off. It's too early. It's too early. It's hot. I need the rest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. Don't bother me. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, well, okay. maybe in, in a way he's right, because what if it gets worse? Yeah, fair. <laughs> Welcome to the house, man. How are you? I'm... Oh, I'm not going to play it. What the but, fuck uh, was that? That's just the idi- interview where he says it. He goes, it's too early. You know, when you were a little baby and you kept falling on your f- face. I'm not going to judge you that. That's this is talking about the <laughs> president of the United States. He's not a wow. baby. He's a man. Remember uh, when you were a baby? It's like being the president. It's like being Donald Trump. Remember when you were a baby and it was like sometimes you would fall down and accidentally start nuclear war? Yeah. Uh, remember when you when you were a baby and you would push other world leaders to the side so you could be in the front of a photo op? Uh, do I think he said a lot of stupid things? Oh, yeah, says Gene Simmons. But I know the man, by the way. We hung and all that stuff. Humble brag. We hung, we hung and, and all that hung stuff. Any kind? And all that stuff. What you see is what you get. So we get a moron. Yeah, so he's a baby. The, he says stupid things. What you, what you see is what you get. He says stupid things. <laughs> and so do you. And so do I. I'm not validating it, but there's not a human being that walks the face of the planet that privately hasn't made racist or anti-Semitic or anti-women jokes or anti-Irish jokes. Privately, everybody does it. Rob, I'll do it publicly. Did he really single out the Irish there? Did he really take a moment to be like, and let's not forget... Well, he's the fucking like Irish. when he was a kid, that was a big deal. Cause, right. You know, growing up say. in the five points with Butcher Bill. The Irish, don't yeah. like him. <laughs> can't trust but, can't Oh, try. my God. Here's another great endorsement. He goes, he is a Tourette's president. <laughs> <laughs> Who will oh say God, whatever. Please let that be his reelection. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is a Trump president. 2020. I literally can't stop saying things. I literally can't. Fuck, stop saying things. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There it is again. Oh, boy. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck, you fuck, fuck, fuck. Grab him by the pussy. Grab him by the pussy. They don't even wait. <laughs> He's a Tourette's president who Kill will Kill the terrorist families. Geneva Convention. Sucks. That's all. <laughs> he's a Tourette's president who will say whatever he wants, and he doesn't give a fuck if you approve of him. And he's doing the job for one dollar. I like that. <laughs> who cares? What if he did it for whatever? What is it like a three hundred grand? They actually get like who would give a shit? What is so that here's about? another great thing. Although Simmons agrees that what you say can be hurtful, he believes that people will ultimately be judged by, by what they do. Simmons is quoted. <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> politics intrinsically is about two things. One, keep us safe. I don't feel, I feel less safe. And two, give me an opportunity to feed my family. And the rest is, eh. <laughs> I think if you go across everywhere else, anywhere you go in the world, those are the two items people are concerned with most. 
Uh, uh, anyway. Fucking Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, man. Dottering old man. Imagine, imagine putting pen to paper and saying, I believe so-and-so is a Tourette's president. <laughs> and this is a positive <laughs> yeah, statement. Uh, yeah. this he is- says <laughs> stupid things. We, should, we can't judge him yet. <laughs> yeah, so I believe that type of person should be in charge of a <laughs> nuclear arsenal. Here's here, uh, It gets even crazier. I don't know anybody here who hasn't said stupid things publicly or privately. And if they get outed, if you get caught on tape, from Mel Gibson to everyone. I know what? Mel very well, and I'm Jewish myself. The, he sounds wait, like wait, yes. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene Simmons is Jewish. <laughs> he, he's speaking in like Trump's yeah. speech. I don't know anybody here who hasn't said stupid things publicly or privately. And if they get out, it if you get caught on tape for Mel Gibson to everyone, I know Mel very well, I know and Mel I'm well. Jewish myself. I'm Jewish myself. And he's, so I know Mel very well. I'm Jewish myself. And he said some stupid things, racist things, anti-Semitic things when he was, you know, high or drunk or whatever. But I know the guy. I know that he gave a $20 million check to start mending kids privately and never talked about it. As long as they are not Jewish, the funds will be rescinded. <laughs> no, well, also, clearly he did talk about it if you knew about it. Like, how did he know about it? <laughs> he only told me. I, and, like, why are you talking? I know the guy that goes out of his way to help refugees and stuff like that and doesn't advertise it. He just doesn't like Jews. What is this, just Gene Simmons defending every horrible person yeah. one after the other? Martin Shkreli, great guy. <laughs> Don't sure, be so quick sure. to judge. Look, sure, he's raised prices, but, you know, you talk to him. I, I've met him. I've met Genghis him. Khan liked riding album. horses. Awesome. Great guy. <laughs> I remember when he was he was saying that Katy Perry was like, she should not have a political opinion. He was like, I don't care who you are. He's like, if you're Katy Perry, Gene Simmons, Chubby Checker, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't have a And I was like, those are the three people you can name in this situation. Yourself, the person you're talking about, and Chubby Checker. That's his only other reference to a pop uh, star. I have, King of the twist. I have the least dated references of anybody. Follow me. Well, he also the like, big a few years ago <laughs> predicted. He said that hip hop would be dead within ten years. Yeah, well, and, uh, well, that does well, not does not appear to be the case. It's kind of going that way. Yeah, really. No, <laughs> he he, uh, he kind of pulled a Donald Trump with with uh, uh, what's it called NWA being inducted into the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, tr- saying that you know hip hop isn't rock and roll. And, oh, that's ridiculous, oh, yeah. and yeah. all that. I mean, I don't want to say it was racist. No, it was, but it was racial. A little racist. It was pretty racist. It felt a little racist. All of this shit is just like the MacGuffin for the racism. Yes, you know, it's all just like what? What excuse do I? Well, I think it's people mildly being conscious that you can't say certain things, so they just kind of circumvent it with uh, with rhetorical tricks. Did I say it out loud? Did I say it out loud? No. Okay, so taking a knee. Nothing wrong with taking a knee in principle. Just don't do it. Taking a knee at the McDonald's when you get your Big Macs. You get your welfare check on the second of the month. Go down and do it there. You know what I mean? Come on. That type of thing. But Gene Simmons is the ultra rich white privilege version of that. Who would trademark air if he could? He said. Yeah, he's a jackass. Yeah, he's always been a jackass. He's a wonderful example of the 
with the Jewish people. They should I've go always away. said if I was an anti-Semite who like needed someone for propaganda yeah, purposes, yeah, he really is. like Gene Simmons would be like, this this yeah. is why the Jews are bad. He should really go suck his own Jewish chode. For real. <laughs> for real. He's and by the way, for me to say that is not at all bigoted. Yeah. I don't know. I'm totally kidding. That's what this dude who emailed me said. He said, why Why did this get me banned? Try to keep up, Rob. All I said was, suck your own Jewish joke. Ah, yes, the Jewish joke. Ah, the Jewish joke. Well, it's not that bad. I feel uh, your partner in crime, Vince Nielsen, had a whole video edited of... Him being weird. There's lots of shit out yeah, there so about weird. both of us. There's entire like white supremacist articles dedicated to us. That's nice. Really? I mean, I guess yeah. that's what happens when you put yourself out there and you uh, publish an article. Yeah. Uh, kindly requesting that a metal distro stop distributing. Well, this was before the. Oh, even before. I'll oh know. yeah. Like this has been like. People say, why has the site gotten so much more political? And it's because we started getting a lot of messages from these people. And it was like, okay, well, we're going to push back. So You don't fuck around with Axel Rosenberg and Vince Nielsen. No. No, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, you can. And if you'd like to Sorry, fuck around. I'm distracted because I want to find Noah the thing. You're going to have a bunch of white boys outside your apartment with tiki torches. Come get it. If you want yeah, to yeah. talk shit to Axel... Call up two and three wife nut. <laughs> I don't know if I Here like Here we are, man. Dial that wife nut, man. Let's do it. Dial up that wife nut. Just two and three, then wife, then nut. I don't know. That does sound a little weird, right? Wide nut. It fits more with our, our show, Wide Nut. Yeah. Yeah. And just your specific history. <laughs> or present, but doesn't he stretch them vertically and not? Yeah, it's a vertical. It all depends. Like, yeah, honestly, it. oh, it's a massage. It's so. also it depends on his position at the time. If he's laying sideways on his bed, then your vertical is a you know. Rob would be more long nut, I would think. At least <laughs> I in my mind. Say, whenever we have this conversation, what pops into my head is like two pancakes. Oh. Like he falls like two pancakes. No, it's never like that. I oh. like to stretch my balls, folks. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. my. Oh my god! My king. What are you looking at now, Noah? Pics uh, of Rob's stretched out nuts. <laughs> let's, let's not read the Rob's, name of the publication. Rob's pancakes. Rob's pancake. Uh, no, the white supremacist website that wrote about um, Nelson. Oh, was boy. it good stuff that they wrote? Oh yeah, all positive. <laughs> fans, big fans. Big fans. <laughs> oh, Putting I, differences I aside, I, I have read this, and it is—it's amazing the leaps that people take with like the limited information that they have about people. Well, when your starting point is the Jews are parasites, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of places. That's to go. fair. That's fair. not room for nuance there. Uh, yeah, that is like, fair. That's what the entire first paragraph is about. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. Oh, it's really ridiculous. So anyway. could pass that around. Uh, after Anybody the show. else want to see this? Do not want to read. I won't without saying the name. Do you want to read? I wouldn't because people will. No, you could just Google, Google that it. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But just suffice to say, it exists and fuck those people. Okay. Yeah. yeah not Good. even worth it. I agree with that. I don't think giving these idiots any sort of publicity is worth it. In a. I just think know. it's funny though, but I, I respect your wishes. Yeah. No, it's a, it's absolutely funny. It to is laugh funny. It's funny that people have this A hate and it's B a lot time. Of time. The to time spend is amazing, about man. Yes. Being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do 900 words about you know yeah. the but Jewish th- conspiracy behind metal sucks. <laughs> but if you man. think about it, I feel like Philip Bonte probably feels the same way about you. That's fair. Mm. 
Hmm. You know? But this yeah, but is, the guy that's this is your well, profession. Also, I mean, like, I'm not, are... you know, advocating for the extermination of metalcore singers who use auto-tune. <laughs> Fair. Right. That's, right. That Why is where not? I'm right. busting right. his balls about yes. using auto-tune. Get There's on that. Big difference. <laughs> That is a very fair and eloquent point. Mm. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, there's it. For me, it's always weird when people use those old 1920s caricatures of Jews, like with the big noses. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like the hunched over the elders of Zion. Yeah, shit. yeah. Uh, people have posted some some of that stuff with metal injection uh-huh. uh, a few times, and that was the only time that like. I don't want to say it like got to me. It didn't get to, but I was like, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. That's like, come on, be more clever. How does Frank feel that's about honestly it? like that's always the thing is you, these people are never clever. Yeah, right. Right. never gotten right. a witty right. hate email before. Right, impress me, Nazis. Like, come on. I will. I'm willing. I aren't you willing to laugh about like slurs against your own person? If it's I funny, appreciate a sick man, burn. Can, yes, yeah. laugh, but like absolutely. get in the oven, motherfucker, is yeah, not right, a sick right. burn. It's old. Literally, it is though. A sick burn. <laughs> uh, and that is exactly the kind of witticism that these assholes could never come up with. Yeah. They need to hire me. I could. I could help them. I'll be no, don't take their money. It's tainted. It's all right. I'll untaint it by spending it on roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> and then taint it again. Now I want a roast beef sandwich. Damn it. Rob? Do you want me to get you a roast beef yes, sandwich? Yes, please. He wants you to drive him to Rolling Roast. Yes, please. Rob please. is texting himself yeah. from one phone to another. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm busy, guys. Is that airdrop? Is that the airdrop function you're using that Rob. I've heard about? No, no. I, uh, He's his own I have dealer. A fo- I have a f- phone on loan. And uh, it's a, a smaller capacity than my non-functioning previous phone. So I can only really make calls with it. But, like, all my apps and stuff are on my old phone, which doesn't have, It doesn't. When are you just going to get a new phone? When the new fo- I want to get the new iPhone. It comes yeah. out in November. Yeah, so okay. I'm just so you're really you're going to carry around two phones like this for the next for a month? month? <laughs> uh, I usually just carry around the one phone with the service. I don't How really many need- phones? Uh, just one. Oh god. <laughs> the one, the other one has kind of been like an in-home Wi-Fi because it. it still has Wi-Fi. It just sure. doesn't get so cell service, right. which is important when you're out, right. out and about, sure. at brunch, out of, or at a concert. Trying to you don't go to concerts. Your, to I've gone to plenty of concerts this month. I've seen them. Yeah, I'm going to one later this week. Gojira. Oh, me too. What was the last concert you paid to go to? Uh, Each of you. Oh, I, I paid for something. Cult of Luna and Julie Christmas a few weeks. Oh yeah, okay. same. Wow. But also Gojira and Converge on Thursday. I bought the ticket. Really? If it's under fifty dollars, I will not ask to be put on any press list. Rob definitely does not have that. Yeah, and rule. that's fine. That's his right. I'm a grumpy old guy who's like, if I ask you to do me a solid and put me on a press list, which is very fortunate that I'm in that position, but then you're going to come back and be like, hey, will you write something nice about this shit mm. band? And I don't want to do that. So Rob's totally cool like, pimping himself out like that. Well, d- uh, I agree with that sentiment, but with a band like Gojira, we've already given them a ton of free press. That's fair. Great press. That's a valid. And we have a great relationship but with their label, so it wasn't a... A lot of the times the label or the publicist, they don't come back to you with like, hey, do a favor for Gojira. Yeah. That's fine. I'll do that sure, all day long. Sure, I agree. They come back with like, do a favor for Blood Has Been Black Shed <laughs> right, Male Bride. Right. Everywhere. Oh, I, don't know. Simple. I don't know them nothing. Fair you're enough. not writing those articles anyway, so what do you care? Sometimes. You're not writing the ones about like, hey, I listened to this album. Here's what I think. I don't do reviews. That's yeah. correct. We have people who listen to music. Do reviews. I just, I, I don't like 
writing a review. I don't. <laughs> that's not there's only so many ways to describe music. Not that much fun. We do yeah. it. We do it for big releases because people read them. Well, we uh, we all we get a lot of uh, inquiries of people people who are good writers who do like writing reviews. So sure. Wait, did you write. just acknowledge tacitly that you're not a good writer? No. That's not what I was saying. You said we get inquiries from people who are good writers. Yeah, as opposed to inquiries from people who are bad writers. I don't know. That's what I meant. It sounded to me like No, that's the way you heard it. Yeah. That wasn't my intent. But you're the one that said it. That wasn't my intent. That's how you took it. writer would have said it better. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't writing. I was speaking. Wow. Hey, Sid, where's your where's your metal website with great writing? I don't like metal. Where's your website? Where's your website of anything with great writing? Yeah, so shut your mouth. I just shut your mouth. I just do spell check for yours, motherfucker. I appreciate it. There. You're welcome. (laughs) If you want to rumble, 213 wife nut. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. We have some voicemails. <laughs> oh, hmm. Or a voicemail. <laughs> you already. Is this wife? This guy? one's for you, Darinsky. Oh. Robert. What? Wait, is this the voicemail? Oh, is this the voicemail? I'm yeah. confused now. I see Darren's butt cheeks <laughs> in the poker room. My lips. Kiss his neck. <laughs> well, my balls are turning blue. <laughs> and then I think to myself, <sighs> What a wonderful tuchus. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. So Hold on a second. <laughs> the gates of hell are calling me back. Is Satan's going to smack my nuts like an ass and stretch him out. Oh, now you bastard. That hurts. <laughs> that was, I, I'm teary-eyed right now. That was so beautiful. See, why can't right-wing Nazis come up with stuff like this? They don't have the production value. No wittiness. That that Dorinsky guy is... Dorinsky. We're definitely keeping his memory alive. You don't understand. I mean, none of you ever heard this guy speak. <laughs> he nailed it. He does it better than I do yeah. somehow. And I, he only knows it from me doing it. He just I, sounds like a jerky boy's voice. Kind of. But that's what the guy sounds like. That's crazy. I love that. He gets possessed by Dorinsky. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's he's channeling him. About. You um, could leave a voicemail at any time. You could uh, go to the SpeakPipe widget at metalinjection.net slash livecast. Do you have all of those Dorensky uh, clips? Like we should make that into a, like a mashup or a, a supercut. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, absolutely. I could we could talk about that this week. Okay. Uh, you could also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to hate mail at metalinjection.net or send us write us hate mail at that email. You dat s- tape? Do we take dats? Mm, you can't email dat tapes. You can mail it. And we actually do have a few questions uh, uh, on the uh, one we got from Tevin out of hate mail. He goes, hey, guys, I'm not sure if you'll get this in time. We did. Uh, I have a question for Noah. A while back, you said you were working on getting your blue belt. Were you able to get it? And if not, how's it going so far as accomplishing that goal? I got blue balls. (laughs) Go ahead, Noah. Uh, that's going to happen on Friday, Devin. Oh. So by awesome. next week, hopefully I will have progressed to 
blue belt. Oh my god! I mean, I will, but it's just I have to go through a really terrible test. You have to kill someone. Hazing what's process. the What's the test slash hazing? What are you gonna do? Uh, so I'm not a hundred percent sure about what's gonna happen, but the first hour is gonna be just like very cardio heavy, and the coach is gonna like call on us to show him two positions or submissions or escapes or whatever, and then the next hour is just like. Hour. Straight rolls, just Jesus like wrestling Christ. for a whole hour. Is this nice. What is, what is this? Your blue belt in jujitsu? Crazy, crazy. Okay. So I'm really excited. And then when can, you, <laughs> when can you smoke <laughs> weed again? I just smoked she weed smoked tonight. It? I'm just. It was a joke because you quit to do that. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I pu- I put it on pause. I didn't quit. Uh, Devin also wanted to send a shout out to the rest of the live cast. That would be me, Rob, Sid, <laughs> Darren. Mm. Oh, Christina, who's not on air, but uh, over here. Okay. Bruno and Lola, as well as Axel Rosenberg and Chris. Okay. Keep wow. being the awesome people you are. Love you guys. That's nice. Holy shit, That's really? Nice. Very pleasant. You yeah. keep it awesome, Devin. Uh, we got another email from uh, another hate mail from Eggers. Who likes to ramble a bit in his emails? Uh, hey, Livecast crew. So, if it wasn't obvious, I need to change how I write emails. I realized my issue was not only did I ask a question, <laughs> uh, I tried to add as much as, mu- as much of my own talking points. So now he's meta explaining <laughs> why his past meta voicemail wasn't any good, which just made for an essay and only brought up confusion, not discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm now just going to ask questions. This oh, time, you know, you already broke that. This time <laughs> I have three, however. Oh, Who is some of the live cast favorite rappers? Who are some of our favorite rappers? What's the next question? Let's, we'll pro- do them in order of how interesting okay. they are. Nice. Being from New York, was any one of the hosts ever East Coast versus West Coast when it came to rap. No. I like I like good music. <laughs> Lastly, regardless if anyone did or did not have a preferred coast, what West Coast rappers do you all truly enjoy? Dr. Dre. I was born in Cali, and it wasn't really until KRS-One before I got more into East Coast rap. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all like the hip-hop, except for Noah, maybe. She likes some hip-hop, right? What, what hip-hop do you like? like Snoop Dogg and like all like the old stuff mm-hmm. but you're not gonna like go out of your you don't you like it if it's on but you're not gonna put it on I mean I don't really listen to any modern hip hop mm-hmm. but you know a little MC no little, Light no little Uzi no. did you really just say MC Light yes wow nice <laughs> I need to know her yeah because I used to listen to that you know to rap uh, and like hip hop when I was like I don't know in elementary school She's in that school. movie Patty Cakes. Yeah, she is. Oh, nice really? cameo. Yep. Yeah, oh, that she? looks pretty. She good. plays like a hip hop DJ, like yeah. a radio DJ. I didn't even recognize her. Huh? The voice. I recognized the voice before she even showed up on screen. That was a very good movie. Yeah, she talks to her on the phone. Yeah, first. and then she yeah. shows up later. But yeah, MC Light, mm-hmm. still getting them checks. Uh, I would say, while I I agree, like I like music from both coasts. I lean very much East Coast. Yeah, but not mm. because we live here. It's just that's Yeah, like I, I was never too crazy about Tupac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really <laughs> got into Tupac. He has some good songs, but like the overall discography, like I love everything that Biggie did. Right. Yeah. Biggie is right. my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. But then I, I really like uh, NWA and Eazy-E is also mm-hmm. one of my favorite rappers because of his 
delivery is also very good. And the Snoop Dogg and the Dr. Dre. Those Eminem. first few Ice Cube solo albums are mm-hmm. all really good yeah. also. Yeah, I didn't get into those until just recently on your recommendation, actually. I love that shit. I feel like for me it was all about Wu Tang. Mm. Oh, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so cool. that's that's really where yeah. I I sort of rest with hip hop. It's for the children. <laughs> but I love a Snoop Dogg show. I'll say that. Like, oh, I'll go yeah. and see oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg live and like smoke a ton of weed anytime. Like that is mm-hmm. what the West Coast rap really has for it. Is that like, right. ultra chill, high as fuck kind of thing? And I feel yeah. they were the first uh, people to like in pop culture to normalize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting stoned. Smoking weed all the yeah. time. That Method Man, like, Red Man album is great. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, so yeah. Black yeah. yeah. That. And then. Uh, Not as great as their movie, though. <laughs> that is <laughs> a, a fun movie. They've done a few movies. Have they? They're, they're a wonderful duo. Which one? Besides How High? Yeah. Well, Didn't they do real. another one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe that's How High I was. That yeah. I thought it was too. I was going to say, well, do, do we ever find out the answer? <laughs> Rob took a nap and then woke up. He, he thought he was watching two movies. <laughs> How about Daz Effects? Like oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Love that. Love that. I just know that one song. That one effects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Daz Effects. I didn't Onyx. know they had their songs. Onyx, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Onyx were great. Lords of the Underground. I'm getting very upset. As far now. as the new hip-hop, I'm not really... Yeah. Nothing we're really. Out of touch. Like, I don't... I honestly... Do- like Run the Jewels enough. is really good. I don't know if you've ever... Oh, yeah. 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 I think that's bad. new. Yeah. Uh, but like I don't get Drake. I feel like such an no, old man. No, no, no. The last few Kanye West albums have been terrible. I felt like I don't understand. I didn't like the first few. What about Nas? Nas, Nas, but Nas is pretty old school. Nas's first record is Nas's early the best hip hop record ever released. But then after that, ninety three, ninety four, something like that. Yeah. Illmatic was ninety three. Something like that, I think. Wow. <laughs> this is old men trying to remember when hip hop albums man. came out. Let's talk about hip hop. You can call us at two one three wife come wife nut wife nut. Excuse me, wife come. Let's not be crude, right? Okay? Wife come is probably something. Come else. on, grow up. Well, they asked us what we like. So wife come is the Metal Sucks podcast phone number, right? But um, bum. Ooh. And Darren was right. It was ninety four for Illmatic. Good job, Darren. I take full credit. I'll never let you forget this. <laughs> Do you know who produced that record? No. MC Search. Really? From third mm. base, yeah. I would never have guessed it in a billion years. His greatest contribution to hip-hop. Other than the gas face. Oh, that was a <laughs> fun, fun song and video. Henry Rollins playing the role of Vanilla Ice in that video. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, that was Pop Goes the Weasel. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Shame on me. What about Immortal Technique? Immortal Technique's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you consider him like modern day? Early well, honestly, like, like I only now. found out about him a few years ago. I went to see Cypress Hill, mm-hmm. and he opened. And oh, I didn't know who the fuck he was before that. And oh, he, he, I was just totally blown away by him. How did we not say Cypress Hill? That's mm-hmm. another, yeah, for West Coast uh, rappers. True, but um, yeah, Moral Technique's been around like fifteen years, though. He's, yeah, yeah. I'm just an old school. Oh, I don't. That <sighs> I mean, to be disparaging you. I'm saying. Did anyone else listen to the Jedi Mind Tricks? Growing up? No. No, no nothing. Nothing on Jedi Mind Tricks? Okay. They were a Philadelphia rap crew, and they were just sort of, like, they were very, like, obnoxious and incendiary, and they were part of that sort of rap thing that loved metal. Like, they talked about Sepultura and stuff in their songs and oh, stuff cool. like that. You know? I feel like they were part of that kind of necro cage kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Were they as good as that Austrian guy from a few years ago? 
That Austrian guy? From you remember that Austrian rapper who did a song all about death metal? No, I don't know oh, this yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what? it's amazing. He looked just like this lanky dude. And, and he had pigtails. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Nice. Times. Good stuff. Use Good your microphone stuff. voice, Rob. <laughs> Thank Don't you. tell me how to live my life. Just for these two hours. Can I, I tell can. you guys, I felt like such a fatty today. Oh, boy. <laughs> eating all this fucking shit. Uh, I feel like even more of a fatty eating all these fucking gummy bears that Dudorino sent us. Thank we you, have, We have just been housing a bag of gummy bears in yeah. the background yeah. of all of this. I'm oh. actually a little in nervous. In our defense, there's weed involved. Mm. Like, That's true. That's true. I'm nervous about how many of them you're eating. That's going to cause you to like, rip my insides apart. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. I do feel like a fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. <laughs> that's just making it worse. Oh, good. Well, let's keep Fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. So anyway, I went to get. I went to get fitted for a suit. <laughs> Thank you. And I went to a specific store. I'm not gonna go into specific. Was it one of those alt right stores? Big we don't want to say the name. No, it's a. <laughs> no, it was a very. It was a classy establishment. No, it's not gonna have the same beef now. David's bridal. Uh, no, so I go was in the and they're King's like, Plaza "Well, what Mall? are your? Huh? Was that the King's Plaza Mall? No, no, no. It was in the city. Uh. They're like, what are your what are your measurements? What is your waist measurement? And I'll say it. I, was, I am a forty-two waist, which is a pretty wide waist. Wide nut. <laughs> that doesn't sound that huge. Well, funny enough, at that, that establishment, kicked you the fuck. The out. widest waist they have is a forty. Oh no! <laughs> Did you try it at least? Uh, well, they actually didn't have any in the store. <laughs> they had to order it from the warehouse and I have to come back wow. for a 40. Yeah, for I don't four- know. I mean, 42 is on the big side. I yeah. agree, but it doesn't it sound is. like, wow, you're so fat. They don't even care. Well, it. I will tell you, it is like the border between regular and big and tall because sometimes okay. when I, uh, at some like, you know, bigger, like Uniqlo or, or like an Old Navy or whatever, uh, it'll be in the big and tall section as opposed to the regular section. When I was way fatter, like three years ago, my fattest weight, I was like a 44. And mm. I was like horrified with myself that yeah. I wear 44. I was, a, that was, I was at a 44 and I had to like yeah. <laughs> cut down a little. And so he was like, well, you know, uh, on the 40, there's like a, there's an extension on the waist. <laughs> so we could try <laughs> that. And I'm like, uh, all right, uh, I guess I'll try it on. And then I was like, and then I was like, and I'm a 34 length, which the typical length is a 32 length. And he was like, yeah, we only do 32. So you're basically going to be wearing tight capri pants. <laughs> but, he, but then we were all like all joking, like, yeah, but ankles are in now. Everyone's showing a little ankle. Just wear Zubas. It's for an Amish wedding. So <laughs> I felt so fat. And then for the jacket, they were like, oh, you're probably a 48. We actually don't have a 48. <laughs> We only have a 46, but we can, like, ship a 48. Let's have you try the 46. I felt like fat guy in a little coat. Dutch schoolboy. Yeah, just like, like, my armpits were being, like, pulled in. Do you think they did that on purpose? Like, they on purpose say that they carry those sizes, but they don't just to, like, fat shame somebody? Like a yeah. reverse. What do they so get out of it? This is the stores. 
mass plot to yes. fat shame <laughs> random customers on the off chance somebody comes in. <laughs> so this is my plight, people. They, uh, yeah, they, they, it's just Rob that they're fat shaming. Yeah, this, just me specifically. The store is metal injection commenters. They're, they're, they don't uh, make... This happens to me every, yeah, like, it's not like this is a unique. Oh, it's very, I, could only, I could only shop online because stores do not carry my sizes because I am totally telling the suck is Jewish chode. <laughs> Why did you dare to go to a store then? If you well, because to... for a suit, I, you got to get fitted. They, they're going to have to tailor it and whatever. I guess I could buy it online and then have it tailored. Yeah. All right. Well, now the tailoring is going to require adding extra fabric. Well, that's what they were saying they were going to do to the... Or just go to, like, a tailor and have them take your measurements and make a suit for you. Or just drop a waist size in a week. You can do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> just fast for a week? Yeah. yeah. All right. Easy peasy. Some fasting so, and some laxatives. There's downsides <laughs> to being tall. That's all I want to say. Downsides. Hard to shop. Airplanes. Wait, the tall is the problem? Well, I'm big <laughs> as well. It's not helping. It's yeah. I thought the... <laughs> Well, it's both. The big bones need a lot of meat to cover them. Sid. (laughs) God. Can we get a fatty fat fat? (laughs) 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 As many of those as you want. They're not screaming tolly, tolly, tall, tall. How do... How do I rig my fridge to play that every time I go to it in the middle of the night? <laughs> It'll be like those old like birthday cards that play when yeah, you open like them. Just, oh, just going to get some chocolate cake here. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it might be effective. Yeah. Or I would just be like, shut up, bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and eat the cake in. Yeah, so what? I'm fat. You're not sleeping with me anymore. You're not even real. Fuck you. <laughs> it's easy to be thin when you're not real. <laughs> Come here, Doretsky. <laughs> I put some chocolate cake in your bum bum. <laughs> do we do we have the, the, the phone call where he talks about doing a Frankfurter or whatever the oh, fuck he God. called it? That's we, still my favorite we one. Can, we can go through them. I just want to hear that one. That was still like one of the funniest things You're anyone's sort, ever left us. Sort by caller. Hey there, Dorinsky. <laughs> I was just calling to tell you I've been thinking about you. <laughs> it sucks being dead. Anyways, I was just thinking about how much fun it would be to funnel Cheeto dust in <laughs> your asshole. <laughs> And then tickle ya until you paint my bed sheets orange. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. That was another good one. Hey guys, it's Kyle. Hey guys, this is. Yeah, I totally forgot to like. I think the one I'm talking about is from before that last one you played. Yeah. The Cheeto dust. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great first date. <laughs> Terrence, I want to suck your Jewish chode. Does that make me gay? Hello. Yeah. I'm Rabbi Gina Simmons and... <laughs> 90 enough. seconds. That's enough. That's... <laughs> joke is made right there. Hey there, Dorinsky. It's me again. I'm still dead. I thought I'd give you one last call before I go to the great beyond. 
Anyway, I've always wanted to put my cock right in between your butt cheeks and pull your ass hairs over it to make it look like grill marks. <laughs> I called that a ballpark frank. But I never got to tell you that, Dorinsky. Well, I'd better get going. But just to let you know, every time you've got that big juicy schmeckle in your hand, Always know that I'm looking down at you, kid. I'll never <laughs> masturbate again. <laughs> that is a Every hall time of he listens to spell. these messages, like uh, I can see there's like a little glimmer in Darren's eye. It's sad <laughs> it's he never touching. got to profess his love for my tuchus while he was alive. <laughs> I call it a ballpark. It was always these <laughs> passive aggressive neck kisses, and that's it. <laughs> And now he's dead. He's dying. He's shuffled off the mortal coil. He has none of these restrictions, the societal restrictions. He can tell me how how hot he is for me. Well, I'm a married man. I apologize, Dorensky guy. That's what's stopping you. Yes. I totally would let him... Bang my ass like a like a hot dog with grill marks. But I am loyal. But for your sacred vows of marriage. Yes, exactly. Uh, hey there, Dorinsky. <laughs> it's been a long time since I left the voicemail. I've been thinking of that hot tuchus of yours all day. <laughs> I'd like to bury my nose in your balls and eat your ass like the frosting off a donut, Dorinsky. Did I ever tell you that? No, How about you make an old man's last dying wish come true? Make me the happiest man in the whole world. So, what do you say, handsome? Again, I have to decline. But I'm so flattered. I'm so flattered. Oh, good times. If only he can see your face. And how like it just like radiates when you hear these voices. Oh, he sees it. Oh, no, true. he's in hell. What if he's separated from his object of affection oh. because he's in hell? But I thought he was mm. looking down on you when you had your schmeckle. Is he no, in hell? That romantic is in hell. Because he yeah. never fulfilled his life's purpose, which was to get further than first base with you. That's what hell is. purgatory. Hell is separation from Dorensky. <laughs> <laughs> well, for him, yeah. We've learned so much this episode. <sighs> um, I'm sad to see it go. I cry left. I want to thank Axel Rosenberg. Thanks for having us. Chris Cravaton. Thank you for having us. I guess uh, after all of that, it seems kind of insane to say this, but you should go buy our book Hellraisers on October 24th. Comes out from the Quarto Publishing Group. Buy it on Amazon. You can pre-order it now. Hellraisers, a complete visual history of heavy metal mayhem. Yeah. There's a link in the description. The holidays are coming up. It'll make a really good Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah. Or Hanukkah gift. And if you have a loved one who's just getting into metal, it is a great introduction to the genre. It kind of, it's like a cool textbook. Yeah. I say that as a compliment. I don't mean it like it's work or whatever. It's just like fun. I hope they start selling it in college stores, though. Mm-hmm. You know, just start teaching it at NYU. Uh, I'm so on that we've made it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Work-cited Rosenberg Crovate. You know. <laughs> Um, Work out a uh, guest lecture at a hyphen provasic. (laughs) (laughs) You changed the results. Yeah, you switched the samples. Uh, My friend Richard Kibble here. He is. uh, (laughs) Harrison Ford sounds like Dorinsky guy. He sort of does. (laughs) Doctor Lentz, I want to put my cock in your shrackle in your butthole. (laughs) 
Move your ass hands around so they look like grill mocks. While the one-armed man watches. While taking Provasic. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> the proto-Viagra. <laughs> oh, my God. Lots to learn. Lots to learn. What a good time. I didn't kill my wife, Teretsky. I know it. I know it, Richard. I know it. I just don't care. <laughs> but, um... We do care about Axel and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they don't suffer the live cast curse. <laughs> and again, Hellraisers. Hellraisers. The complete visual history of heavy metal mayhem. That's the book. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Metal Thanks Sucks so is the website. Both of you guys write for it. We do. And we'd like you to write a nice little review for us, for our podcast. You know, we do this for free. You could... Write a review for us uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to us. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Also, be nice if you follow us. Nice. Nice. We would like. <laughs> We're on Twitter. Yes. At MI Livecast is yes. on Twitter.com. This is and, your announcer. Uh, and please. Uh, I'm hitting buttons. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> it's nice. Push the button. Yes. I'm uh, Rob Injection on Twitter. Noah's No Injection. Sid is Bland Injection. And my livecast on Twitter. What are you guys' Twitter? Axel underscore Some Rosenberg. Like and at Chris Corvate. Chris Corvate and Ron How Satan. do you spell that? Uh, K R O V A T I N. Yeah, look on the livecast. Yeah, yeah, we tag. Yeah, You'll, see. You'll see me. Also, we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. We're going to be on next week on Wednesday. We hope you can tune in. And we uh, have merch. We have merch. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. You can get t-shirts, stickers, phone cases. You can get little portraits. Little good stuff. It's fun. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. We'll like. Yeah. Get one for your wife. Very bad, bad. Very bad, bad.